This is the uh, this is LSU guy LSU Paul Skeens. Guy, yeah, yeah. Okay. he's gonna go like top three in the draft. Marine boy, Air Force. I think. Air Force. Either okay. way, service man. Six six, like two forty, two fifty. Twenty one. There's a hundred and two miles an hour. Jesus. This is uh, the World Series. Yeah. Well, this is his like highlights throughout because oh, sure. he won the tournament's most outstanding player. Okay. And he only pitched like three times, I think. He was that fucking good. <laughs> they were just like, ah, we'll just give it to you. Like literally through three pitches? No, three outings. So he oh, he pitched three here. games. Is he? Yep. That's good timing. Perfect timing. Yeah. You're going to have to get another mic. I know. You, you guys can, can just, share. We can just share. Yeah. yeah. The dude is a dog. She's going to have to eat one. first. Huh? Can I hit that one? With- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The dude is a dog in case you couldn't really tell. I'm going to double hit those. Huh, that's a bold move. And the most badass thing was, so there was a guy for LSU. Oh, I can't believe you actually did that. There was a guy for LSU. You're a man for that. And uh, he blew his, he broke his tibia. He rounded, he tried scoring, and he jumped over the catcher. Instead of like rolling or whatever, he stuck his leg out on home oh, plate. Oh, God. And caught it and blew his, like, he didn't, like, he, he broke it. It was like a fracture or whatever. So then he puts a boot on it, comes back out the next half inning. He's not playing, obviously, but he's in the dugout just walking around. So then, like, the ninth inning rolls around. They're up, like, 18 to 4. And so they're like, we're not going to have Paul pitch. Like, we're not going to risk it. And so then Paul Skeens goes back to the dugout, and he looks at the catcher because he was his catcher. He's like, you're making it to the pile. You know, like, at the end of this, they all pile on top of him. He's like, you're making it to the pile. He goes, really? He goes, yeah. And then the final out's recorded, and all you see is Paul Skeens does this, like, puts his arms down. He's like, hop on me. He hops on his back, and he runs him out to the fucking pitcher's <laughs> mouth, and he lets the guy down, and the dude with a broken leg jumps on the top of the pile. What a hero. It was fucking awesome. Goddamn proud to be an American. Absolutely. I'll see if I can find that. It was fucking awesome. It's God, wild Stan, that those dudes were... are all younger than us, by the way. Oh yeah, that's yeah. You know what? You really didn't have to. <laughs> you really didn't have to bring that up. Well, Appreciate dude, that dude's though. Like Sweet. a fucking man, six six two forty, six six two forty. Fuckers, just younger. Yeah, better facial hair, facial hair than I'll ever have. Oh, dude, I thought you were about to say that like for the crowd. Like, I don't know. Even about like, I'm pretty sure like Joe Burrows is younger than me. Probably, I think he's probably like twenty four. 20, uh, give or take something like that. I, well, he graduated at 22, and he think he's played for three years, so 25. I'd say he's 25. Cool. Actually, he might have graduated at 21. Either way, oh, he's sweet. 26. Yeah. Cool. Like, he's way. just slightly older than me. Great. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we've we've been exact same and at the successful level, you know. It is hilarious because like when you're a kid and you like see all the people getting drafted and you're like, God, those guys are so fucking old and big. You know, yeah, and then it's like, wow, and now I'm older than all of them by like six years, and they're making millions playing yeah, a fucking and they're game. Still doing things that I would never, never in a million years be able to never. do. Never <laughs> in my athletic prime, no, nope, not even close. <laughs> no, like it's crazy. Like even like baseball, like that shit's fucking wild. Throwing 102 miles an hour. Oh yeah, could you imagine? I'd pull something out of the back of my head doing that. Throwing 60. Yeah. Like seventy if, miles. If like, I got to if sixty, you, if, if you dude, it up I think I'm forty. Yeah. I'm forty. I'm pulling nerves out of the back you, of my like, skull. It's again, hundred and two through hundred and forty pitches, full strength, full effort. Yeah, he threw a hundred and some at like hundred and thirty pitches. Yeah, what? Listen, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, what? Yeah, <laughs> where the fuck <laughs> do they find these fucking people? I want him in the Air Force. 
Send him to Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> Send Paul Skeens to Ukraine by himself. He's killing everybody. <laughs> Give him a bag of balls. <laughs> put him in just a bus. Just him out of the pile of <laughs> yeah, shit. Dude, just kidding me. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, oh God, that's Skeens again. <laughs> just some Russian Rush guy implodes. Yeah, the head. His chest just implodes on a fucking four seamer to the chest. It's like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's like when they're carpet bombing, but it's yeah. him just with both arms, just fucking throwing or, balls or down. Rattling balls <laughs> in a cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the car just slides. Yeah, he just slides door, the door open. open. <laughs> He's just doing one of these, just throwing <laughs> over the head. Oh fuck! <laughs> That'd be sick. But instead, he's gonna get paid millions to pitch in the majors. So yeah, and he could have done so much more. <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, I would. I would wager a lot of money. He's better baseball player than a soldier. I don't know. He's six six. You know, easy to hit a six six two forty guy. <laughs> Sniper's dream. <laughs> hey, put him on the front lines. What's he supposed to hide behind? Got a size eight head. <laughs> He's got like size sixteen feet. It's like, oh, it's Bigfoot. Oh, they, oh U.S. has oh fuck they, Bigfoot's here. <laughs> yeah. They see him hang. Like, yeah, he's like an Air Force. Where he's like hanging in a tree by a parachute. It's like I saw fucking the chupacabra fucking in the <laughs> hills. Toes are dragging on the ground. <laughs> yeah. He's not. Yeah, he's in the top yeah. of a fucking tall oak, and he's just, just dragging. dragging. Yeah. He's like, fuck, I lost my knife, but I'm on the, I'm good. Like, I, yeah, I'm good. I'll just hang out here for a while. Some guy tried to like stab me or something. I just hit him with a shit. baseball. <laughs> I beat the shit out of him. I just grabbed a stick and chucked it at him. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking speared him through the chest. Yeah. <laughs> Get back the ballistics. It was going like 140 through him. <laughs> just javelin through him. Passed through him and then went into the earth. They couldn't find it. Then he fell back on it yeah. again. <laughs> It's like that was a dull. Like it was just, a, it wasn't even sharp. Yeah, it was just uh -huh. a stick. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's tough watching college sports now, and I'm like, oh, you guys are, you guys look younger than me. Well, now. even it's like Ben Hart. Yeah. Like when I was 21, he was 18 years old, and it's like, oh, he's six seven, like yeah. two eighty. And it's like, oh, and then he's like, yo, you guys play Warzone, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, you could be killing anybody you want. Yeah. <laughs> like, you are fucking unbelievable. Yeah, I do play Warzone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want, dude. I'm not... Don't twist me in a knot. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, oh, no, that shit's God. crazy. Yeah. Still getting in college, like, oh, these college kids are fucking... Yeah. They got all their shit figured out. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I'd say the opposite. You get this, you get older, and it's like, wow. Wow. You're 18 playing in front of like 50,000 people. Oh, God. And then you fuck up. And way more than that at a Huskers <laughs> and game. And then you fuck up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's also gnarly, like watching people that I went to, like, mm -hmm. like either played against or like watched in high school go to like the NFL. And it's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I know that fucking guy. Yeah, like I, I went to his house. Yeah, yeah, I literally know that dude. Which guy? He's making millions of dollars. I don't right? know who he's talking about, but Cam Jurgens, Austin Allen. Oh yeah. Oh, like fucking Eagles, Eagles Center. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, all right. Like Cam Jurgens was a fucking dog, monster. an absolute dog, and he went in the second round. Yeah, I don't know how. Dude, they, I mean, there's fucking dudes. There was a guy in the NFL draft. He was on the Eagles too, and he played for Georgia. Duh. Yeah. And he's like 360. I think he's like six. It's Jordan Davis. He's like six seven, three forty. He ran like a five second forty yard dash. It's a quick boy. That's I'd shit my nuts. pants if he was running behind. Could you imagine? Oh, <laughs> imagine you're a quarterback. Yeah, kind of yeah running, by this guy's running full speed. Yeah, or or even if like you're a quarterback, you're like lining up over center, and you just look out there, and this guy's like looking you in the eyes. He's bent over. It's like, well, yeah. 
And I can not imagine that. I've been charged by a moose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the same thing. It's Except for this guy has thumbs. This, yeah. this guy has thumbs. So he can grab a hold oh, of yeah. you. And Fuck you're not you going up. anywhere. <laughs> There's another guy this year. You can probably rotate faster than you, too. There's another guy. He got Yeah, the Eagles drafted like all the fucking Georgia players. And they're all just fucking freaks. They're like, the linebackers are 6'4", 235, can run like a 4'440. It's like, okay. <laughs> Okay. I was watching one of them from the combine, and it was one of them on the forty. And I'm like, I watched him run. I go, I think I pissed a little. Oh no, it's <laughs> it's it <laughs> is like, scary. I paid a little. <laughs> now, like, it's funny because like, when are they ever going to be running full speed forty yards in a game? Never. Yeah. But the fact that a they fucking ge- <laughs> a genetic freak could do that, yeah. yeah. Don't like that. Yeah, no, <laughs> Don't like that. And that's could, not even going to stay playing football. Yeah, that's not even that's not even talking about how strong they yeah. are to be able to do that. Oh my god, dude! Can you imagine like being a cop and trying to chase? Oh my god, just getting absolutely cooked, pancaked, and then it's like, I'm sorry, so he just stands still. You run into him, you fall over, yeah. break your fucking arm. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what are we talking about? That side of the table's a little vape heavy. Looks like. <laughs> no, sorry, fellas. I Admit go, nothing. I had to go get my dick sucked real quick. Oh, that was fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty cool. Always is. All you need well, is 36 the, seconds. Uh, yep. Maybe even less. We were just talking Which about... One's yours? Which one's mine? This one's yours. Yeah, you got... That's triple berry. We were just talking about... so last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck? We were just talking about how it's funny how now we're all older than all college kids. They're yeah. all just genetic freaks. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, what? So, like, like we're, we're older, older than the college, than the college kids, kids playing sports now, whereas, yeah, like, yeah, when yeah. you were a kid, you looked up to them, and it was yeah, like... Yeah. These dudes are guys. They have it all figured out. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, he's 18 years old. (laughs) It's like, but that guy is 320. You know, talented. Can run like a four or five. Yeah. 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 Yeah, They haven't figured out drinking yet. Yeah. No, no. They haven't drank ever. I do remember that feeling watching like Nebraska football as a kid that like these were grown men. Yeah. yeah. And oh. now, now you like, watch right. it, it's just like, oh, yeah, oh these, these are, kids are younger than me. Yeah, now. right. They don't and know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> no. Yeah. They don't know yeah, shit about life. They figured out life. No. Yeah, their coach right. is just like, go play ball. And they're like, all right. They don't know what fucking taxes are yet. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Neither do we. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, we're still young as fuck. But I again, mean, you, when we're 30 and we look back at us now or we listen back to these podcasts when we're 30, we're going to be like, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm still not going to know how to do taxes. No, you'll be, not be you'll, yeah, taxes. you'll be in prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, you don't pay taxes? I do. Cut okay. this out. <laughs> cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut it. Cut it. It's probably not as bad as me talking about all my hunting shit. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, that, that was. Well, I we, we not pay taxes. Hard. We'll leave that one yeah. alone. Oh. We'll leave that one. Alone. Let's just move on. <laughs> sure. Dude, speaking of hunting, a guy that I went to high school with in the past like four days has posted like 10 different pictures. I don't know if he's in Africa or Australia. Gage Burt. He's in Africa. Who? Gage Burt. Uh, maybe that... He's with Gage Burt if he's not. Um, his, the guy I went to high school with is Gavin Oliver. Yeah, Gavin. His buddy Gavin. Oh yeah, yeah, my yeah, yeah. lord. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so my buddy, my buddy Gage Burt. Zebras, zebras and water buffaloes. And... Fucking wildebeest. Look yeah, at this shit. Bro. That's a zebra that Gage Burt shot. Yeah. Was he That's smacking his. him? Exactly yeah, dude. Yo. So he's going to get him stuffed and sent back over here. Oh, that's all he's got. Let oh, me see if I can get him. Oh, yeah. yeah I forgot Gage, Gage was heading out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys know Gage. Oh, so that motherfucker didn't invite that's me. That's a wild yeah. connection. That I asked wild. you if you knew Gage Burt. Oh, yeah. He literally tagged he's a Wilbur him. boy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's cool. I've met, two zebra for all I've the met Gavin movies, before. So. Gavin's funny as fuck. Yeah, Gavin's good shit. Yeah, so cool. We're in Africa. All of right. all of Smacking zebras. Yeah, so fun. Yeah. All of Gage Bird's buddies are good shit. I'm going to have him send me those photos. I'm not jealous at all. Oh, do you know you can <laughs> buy a fucking AR-15 that you have to build yourself for like 350 bucks? Probably wouldn't work. From Shields. Yeah, probably. Well, that, well, yeah, your experience with Shields, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely wouldn't work. Yeah, did you, did you ever hear about that? Uh, when he oh bought a God, gun from Shields, no. oh. it was fucking hilarious. It was he bought it from the one in Omaha. Kohler? So I, I bought yeah. a I bought a Ruger American twenty two Magnum for my dad for Coyote, mm. and I bought it as a gift to him. Sure, it was an expensive gun. Yeah. Well, not for some people. Well, for me, it was expensive. I got a nice scope on it, and I took it out to go sight it in. Couldn't hit the paper, like at all. I couldn't hit it from like twenty feet. And I'm like, what? Did you try the iron sights? Doesn't have iron sights. Just oh, scope. Really? Yep. So I'm like, it's just the mount for the scope. There's no like irons built on. I finally got adjusted to where it was hitting paper, but the sight couldn't be adjusted any further up. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I was looking at him like, all of these are hitting the paper sideways. I'm like so they're just tumbling. So I'm just like. I don't know what the fuck the deal is. And I, so I took it to Big Shots up by Sun Valley to shoot it indoors just to f- see how it goes. And I was talking to the one of the gunsmiths there. And as we're shooting it inside, I'm getting hit with shit in the face. And we're looking at it, and it turns out the fucking muzzle brake on this gun was shearing the bullet as it went through, sending the bullet, like, shards back. Backwards. And just up tumbling around. Yeah. So I'm like, motherfucker, I got a bad gun. So I took it back to Shields and I'm like, hey, this gun's defective. Like, something's wrong with it. It's not, you can't, it won't shoot straight. Yeah, it won't shoot. And they're like, no, it's it's fine. Like, we'll take it back. We'll hit it at the target at, at Shields. And I'm like, okay, you're going to find out the same thing. Yep, you're going to prove my point. <laughs> so like an hour later, I'm standing around there doing fuck all at the Shields in South Lincoln. And they come back and they're like, the gun's fine. And I go, no, it's fucking not. Yeah. That was one in Omaha. No, just wait. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so sorry. I'm just like, jumping ahead. I'm like, it's not right. Like, it's obviously not right. You guys clearly didn't shoot it back there, or else you would have known it's not right. I'm like, you better go get the target paper back here and show me that it's shooting straight, or I'm going to lose my fucking mind. And they go, okay, okay, we'll talk. We'll talk to the manager. And like 45 minutes go by. And the manager comes out and he goes, okay, yeah, we, we think the muzzle brake on, it's bad. So um, what we can do is like, we'll take it back and you can pick out another gun here. Of equivalent price. Yeah. Well, you can, pick, you can pick out another gun. I go, okay, do you have another of the same gun? Yeah. And they go, no. And I go, Okay, then give me my money back. They're like, no, you'll have to get another gun in, in the store. I'm like, no, I bought the gun that I want because I want that gun. I'm like, I don't want another gun. I want the gun I bought. Right. And they go, okay, well, there's one up in Omaha uh, that you can go get. And I'm like, fine, fuck it. I'll go to Omaha then. Next day, I drive all the way up to Omaha, and I'm about to head out of town to go work fire for the summer. And I'm like, I can't deal with this, and they're not going to give me my money back if I wait three fucking months to come back. So Jenna, I'm like, Hey Jenna, do you want to go up to Shields in Omaha? 
and fuck around for a day. And she goes, yeah. So we get in the truck, drive all the way up to Omaha. I walk in and I go, hey, I talked to the Shields in South Lincoln. Like, I need this gun exchanged for this gun. Th- this gun. Yeah. And they go, okay, yeah, we'll take all your stuff. We'll get all of it moved to the new gun, which I handled the new rifle and it was new. Okay, right out of the box, it was brand new. And I'm like, yep, this is the one. They took it back. They changed all the all the sights and all my stuff off of it, boxed it up, took me to the door. And this was like an hour and a half. I'm, I'm already just pissed because I drove all the way up there, spent the yeah, gas. I'm spending time. And we walk back to the truck. And right, bef- right bef- as I'm about to hop in, Jenna hops in the truck. And I go, all right, I'm just going to check this once over before I go and just make sure everything's there because you can't open it in shields or something. And I open it. And it's a used gun, like the fucking weathering, like the, the enamel that's on the rifle barrel is yeah. just worn to shit. It just banged all the, all the hell. And instantly I was so mad. I would have shot up that shields. Well, <laughs> like instantly hey, just blood hey, red mad, <laughs> instantly blood red mad. And Jenna sees it. And I go, Jenna, you want to go back in? And she goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay here. <laughs> I go, okay. And I walk back in there and I walk right past the door guy who was like, you need to check the firearm. I go, fuck off. Yeah. Walked right back up there and essentially threw the fucking box at him. And I go, that's not my gun. <laughs> I'm like, I bought a new gun. Why the fuck do I have a used gun? Like I paid for a new gun. Give me a new fucking gun. And by now it's like two and a half hours I've been in there. And they go, oh, we'll, we'll go get the manager quick. Manager comes out. I'm like, I paid for a new fucking gun. I don't know why your dipshit boys packed up a different gun after I looked at the gun that I was buying, packed in a different gun. And he goes back there and he goes, and he comes back like 20 minutes later. He goes, yeah, sorry. Uh, the kid was just trying to get rid of the floor model. Um, <clears throat> so we, he brought the box out with the gun I purchased. And he goes, yeah, here's your gun. Like, it's brand new. And he goes, uh, sorry for your trouble. And hand me like a $10 gift card. <laughs> and I was so fucking mad. Yeah. And I go, what the fuck is this? And he goes, eh, sorry for your troubles. I'm going, fuck, fuck yourself. You. Yeah. I was so, oh my God. I didn't speak the entire way back to Lincoln. I'm still pissed. Did you buy a candy bar and a pop on your way out? No. No, you can only party? get a pop at that. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I was, oh my God. It, it took me, I think, three full days trying to get. A gun for a gift to my father. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what you get. Thing. That's yeah. what you get. Yeah, my mistake that's ever, ever purchasing that Shields. Yeah. Huge. My, that was my mistake. Yeah. I will say, I do like the Shields in Lincoln more than I do like the one in Omaha. Well, they're all cunts, so. <laughs> well, yeah, but the one in Omaha is not as good, in my opinion. I agree. Oh. I have no opinions about the Shields in either location. I don't have a vast Shields game. Yep. But I can tell which one's good and which one isn't. Sure. Hey, the one in Omaha has a Ferris wheel. I know both of them. Are they large. both have a Ferris. That's wheel. right. That's hey, never mind. It's a wash. Here's I the trick. Large stores. Here's the general. trick. Just don't go to Shields. Yeah. yeah don't give them your money. Yep. I don't give a fuck what they do. Right. And just like it's so overpriced. Oh yeah. It's for cool. anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's boots Ridiculous. or mugs, guns, Dude, anything. I used to the candy bars. That like that's ten. The coolest store ever when I was little. Like I would always ask for Shields gift cards and stuff like for Christmas. And growing up, I'm. Some people, like my family members, will still get me Shields gift cards, and I'll just ask other family members. I'll be like, "Do you want this? Can you give me cash? Because I am not going to use this shit." Yep. 
<clears throat> that's a bad thing about gift cards, like as a gift. I hated. I gift never cards. used never them. once. Never. I was, I was terrible at it. I just used cash or card. It. Yeah, right. never that card. Was, or is it like the? Are you talking about like the Visa gift card? Oh, that's even like worse. Shop wherever yeah. you want. That's kind of nice. Yeah, those are more useful because you could almost use them as cash. But like when you get a gift card to like a certain store, I hate like, it when it's like the. I never twenty use bucks it. or whatever. I forget, and yeah. your thing's like twenty five. Yeah. So you have to give them the card. Say, yeah, no, it's fully twenty. Yeah, right. then they run it, and then they're like, okay, so you still owe me five twenty three. It's like, well, okay, let me fish out five twenty three yeah. or whatever. I'm not complaining because I mean, free money as a gift. Yeah, I'll free money, free money. Yes. But I got to go somewhere else now. But dude, I was terrible at fucking using them. I was so bad at it because I just never remembered I had them. I don't know until don't know you paid, and then it's like, yeah. And then I have like three gift cards in my wallet that have been weighing me down for four months. And I'm like, fuck, I got to use these things and I'll go buy something useless. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got a $100 gift card to the uh, university bookstore. That's nice. As a freshman. Half a book. From my own, yeah, it was essentially $100, half a book. Yeah. And I never used it. And right at, before I graduated, I'm like, I found him like, oh shit, I got to use this. I hope it's not expired. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I did, I bought... Half a book. I think of, yeah, it was a half a book. Half I'm like, a book. Well, I guess that's something. Yeah. If you would have used it right away, three quarters of a book. I doubt it. Maybe. <laughs> Freshman year. Yeah, three fifths of a book. Yeah, take out the inflation over the four yeah, years. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's probably worth pennies. You know, my mom, every time I got a gift card, she wouldn't even really like, I'd have it. And then she would just be like, I'll just give you the cash for it. Yeah. And I'll just take it and use it. And I'm like, that's All right. what my mom yep. would do a lot too. That's That's the thing. That's G right there. The only gift cards I ever liked were the ones to Chipotle. But again, I feel like I always would spend more than what I had on it. Yeah, I guess So then there's true. the awkward, like, okay, so I'm going to use this, but I'm still going to have to fucking use my card here, so just just hold on. Yeah, the worst is when you use a gift card and not realize that there's almost no money oh. left. <laughs> yeah, And you're like, like, I, you're like, you you go shopping. and There's you, 94 you, cents on that, sir. You hand it to uh-huh. them, it's like 10 pennies. It's like... You're like, oh. I had no idea. It's been in my wallet for four months. <laughs> you start no unpacking what it. you were going to buy, and yeah. you're like, all right, I'll just buy one thing. Uh, then. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, so I just told my family, just give me cash. Yeah. Ever since I was like 10, I was like, hey, I'll appreciate it all the same because cash is frowned upon as a gift, I feel like, for most people. Which is stupid. Yeah, because, well, well, there's not a lot no, of thought into thought. it, apparently, yeah, whatever. Exactly. But I'm there's like, no oh, no. I will love the, yeah. the fucking you know 20 bucks you gave yeah. me and i was like 14 yeah. i'm like oh, yeah 20 bucks yeah, yeah. between the i'm gonna buy the like, store between the ages of like 14 and 24 cash was so thoughtful yeah. because i was starving needed it <laughs> yeah. cash was still needed thoughtful. It. I was, yeah. well yeah but needed it yeah right that's you the thing it's put like some thought into that because usually it's for, coming from family members yeah, and extended family members yeah. like if you don't know me well don't give me a gift. Yeah, Just give me cash. The worst. Yeah, that's the worst. It's like, yeah, oh. I'm not a huge gift person in general. I got a... Yes, yeah, I think I was 17 and I got a gift from an, an uncle who lives in California or something. And it was... <laughs> he shipped it out. And this guy has been a drug and alcohol addict his entire fucking life. Hell yeah. I was like, oh, he, he sent box me a gift for my birthday for the first time. And I pull out the box, and it's like child's night vision goggle things. Okay, that's Dope. sick. Like yep. just okay, toys. That's sick. How old were you? Seventeen. That's okay, that's awesome, awesome dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, that's awesome. But they didn't work. Oh, that's uh, like I put the batteries, and I'm good. like, I guarantee he just kind of lifted it off of some fucking flea market. Mm. I was just like, ah, we'll send it to him. Goodwill. He's still twelve. Yeah. 
One time, so my family does like a white buffalo during Christmas, right? The fuck's a white buffalo? Is that is, what's it called? White, white elephant. White elephant. <laughs> <laughs> the white orangutan. Yeah. Me and my family always do it for my birthday. It's Chief uh, White Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, we do a white elephant. With right? Christmas cheers. It hasn't and, aged well. Yeah. <laughs> we do like a men's grab bag and a woman's grab bag, and you know, all the uncles are in it and grandpa's in it and whatnot in the men's. And I thought it'd be funny because all of my uncles are like, you know, 40, they're a little older. And so I bought like fucking Ben Gay diapers, men's diapers, like all the old man shit, like reading glasses, shit like that. And I thought it'd be funny if one of my uncles opened it and had a cigar and whiskey in it with it. And uh, I wasn't paying attention when we were doing the rounds and my grandpa got it. Oh. My grandpa opened up diapers, oh. Ben Gay reading glasses. And the funniest part about it, I felt so bad about it because I was like, fuck, he wasn't supposed to get it. It was supposed to be a gag gift for the, you know, 40 year old uncles. Yeah, And... The best part about it is he wears those reading glasses. He went through those diapers and that Ben Gay's gone. God damn <laughs> he right. used it all up. It was literally a perfect gift. Oh, I thought oh. that was funny as fuck. That's awesome. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, I've never been good at gifts. And then I got the scar back too. It was great. Oh, there you go. Yeah, nope. I've never been good at gifts. Uh-uh. Giving or receiving gifts. Yeah. I've never been good. Because like you get a gift or whatever. And it's like, oh, thanks. Yeah, right. Am I supposed, to, am I supposed to cry right now yeah. over this t-shirt? Yeah. Or these socks? <laughs> I'm not great at it either. That is one of the best gifts now. Like at twenty, that is true. Socks old, and shit, socks and underwear, mm-hmm. dude. Because I go through that shit like mad at work. Yeah, socks yeah. were great when I was twenty. Yeah, probably even then. I was like, but when you're like at you know in high school or mm-hmm. whatever, you're like socks. Yeah, I, I re- can't play fucking video yeah, games had, with these. You know, <laughs> yeah, you, you had to act like that kid who got an avocado in her gift. You're like an oh, avocado. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> the sweetest little girl. Yeah. Or then it's like you try giving one, and it's like, hopefully they like this. Yeah. And it's like, they give the same, oh, awesome. And you're like, well, I'll go fuck myself. Yeah. I'm almost positive that I've actually said that line when I'm opening a gift one time. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, classic. Classic. I was always awful at getting girlfriends gifts. Mm. Me too, bro. Dude, it was just always like a fucking like necklace or something. I'm like, eventually I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like... I don't think I know this girl well enough. <laughs> I was great at it in high school when I had access to like a wood shop. I'd always like build shit and like give gifts that way. And I'd do it not just for girlfriends, but like people in my family had to just like build things for them and make things for them. But now that I'm older, man, I don't remember the last time I've actually like gotten a gift for someone. I really don't. I don't know. Well, my family is very aware that I have no money for gifts. Yeah. <laughs> I made that very clear. I'm like, I love all of you. I'm so fucking poor though. <laughs> like, I'll do housework for you. Yeah, right. I, I got yeah. no gifts See, for I you. Think, I think that's what I like to do better. I like to like actually be there and like help the people with things and do things for people instead of actually like purchase something for them. Yeah. I'll offer my services before I offer a gift. Well, yeah, and that pays for throughout the year that you, you do never these services. Offer it pays services. for whatever yeah. you would have bought that day or whatever. Right. Cole, you never asked for my services. I've always asked wink, for your wink. services. Oh, easy. He's lonely. We're we're live on the air right now. I'm lonely. <laughs> Cooler, I'd help you. I'd take my shirt off my back for you, pal. You've done more for me. Go ahead and take your shirt off. I will. I did earlier. <laughs> when I was grilling. Was that sexy or what? When were you grilling? I would say so. I plead the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> it was when he t- had to pick up that pot of when water. Pot he of burned water. his fucking hands. He took the shirt off to lift the pot oh, up to yeah, dump I it totally in the grass. About that. Yeah, dump it in the grass. Yeah. I was I was far more concerned with you 
Burning my fingers. Dumping boiling water into your yard. Already dying grass. Yeah. Like really just nail that coffin shut. Yep. yep. It'll cool down. <laughs> hey, start over. I'll just got to start up. new. Yeah, right. He's nailing that coffin shut with railroad ties. And it's the one guy with the one-handed sledgehammer. Yeah. Sledge <laughs> well, it's been dry and, and hot for the last four summers. Probability says next yeah. summer. It's going to be hot. It's going to be just a torrential right. downpour. Have you read the Atlas yet? No, what's no. the Atlas say? I have no idea. Didn't Tell me what's on the The Atlas, isn't that a map? I think you're talking about the Almanac. The Almanac. Oh. There it is. <laughs> the Farmer's Almanac. God. I've, I've fucked up two atlas. words today. Farmer's Atlas. <laughs> it shows atlas you all stone. the fields. <laughs> Every square mile. <laughs> Are you eating tuna again? <laughs> uh, no, I just got a lot going on, dude. Yeah, a lot of tuna. Yeah, I got a lot, a lot of shit of going tuna. on in the brain right now. A lot of tuna. A lot of tuna. God, I'm we, still not fully really recovered from this Well, yeah, it's podcast. like dude, carbon monoxide. Yeah, it's the same I, when you get your brain I fucked up by I'll something. I don't know ever fully recover back. from that, dude. That was bad. I was feeling like I was on a roll, dog. You hear about that? This? About what? Him the eating tuna? tuna? The too much tuna? I mean, the tuna. I still helper. think we should have named the podcast Too Much Tuna, but <laughs> that one, it would have been a good name for that. He was on a heater with tuna for a while. So he's eating like three cans of tuna a day. Whoa. Every, <laughs> yeah. like, every day. Like and was months. wondering why he was getting dumber. Seven months? Yeah. Dude, housing Bro. tuna. Housing, housing tuna. Yeah. And, you wonder, and he wondered why he was getting dumber or felt dumber. Yeah, I was, I was like dumb, like, depressed, I don't know why. anxious. Like I couldn't regulate my emotions. Yeah. It was rough. Housing yeah. tuna. And I, was, I was not Merc, quick. Yeah. I, I couldn't form like complete thoughts. Yeah. Mercury poisoning. Can I ask what possessed you to, well, to okay, keep so that going? It was, <laughs> it was the protein. It was the protein in it. So, yeah. The gains, yeah. really. The gains. The gains. You can see them, man. Look at this shit. Oh, yeah. But, uh, so <laughs> I so you got know. weak after you stopped eating the tuna. I was, last year, I was big into like automating my routine in a, in a way that I wouldn't have to think to make decisions. I wouldn't have to do any of that when it came to the mundane everyday stuff. Yeah. So eating. He doesn't want free will. Right. And so. He wants tuna. Yeah. And so I had decided that tuna was the route to go for dinner because of the amount of protein that I could get out of it. And so I would do a can of tuna for a snack after after work, and then I'd do two cans of tuna in my hamburger helper or in my tuna helper every single night. And I would just have a variety of different tuna helpers, and I would eat that every <laughs> single night of the week. <laughs> it's just out, like, wait out. a second. Oh. <laughs> How many grams of protein are in a can of tuna? Like 20-some grams. Something like that, yeah. Bro, he wasn't even getting half of his daily protein. He was of- chugging He was chugging protein shakes. Yeah, I, I had protein what shakes, What about, too. like... I mean, chicken or fish. Or yeah, like, yeah, he was eating sure. fish. He was yeah. fish. But, but, just too uh, much. Well, the, just the too much tuna. Fish, the amount of protein that's in those chicken and all the other fish. Well, other fish, too, still have mercury in it, so you actually have to watch. Not yeah, but not as much as, as much. tuna. Yeah, because tuna's yeah, a tilapia big Tilapia is a little bit better. Mercury's found a lot more in larger fish like yeah. tuna. It's sardines. But, but they didn't have a higher protein. I mean, tuna had the highest protein like, density or whatever you oh, want to per say. capita yeah. protein yeah <laughs> right okay so i was like i just want the most protein that i can get because i knew my my calorie count was low my protein count was low so i was like i'm gonna just bump that up with tuna and noodles yeah that's yeah. fair i definitely need to work on my calorie intake my protein intake is pretty good right pretty now solid. i feel like but yeah. i don't eat enough calories throughout the day that's yeah. for sure that was one thing that i didn't realize i you know i was so focused on protein for so long that i didn't realize that my calories were like i'm not kidding like 800 like 700 so 800 low yeah for the day and uh 
I was good way tired. To lose weight. I was exhausted all the and time. That's, it was yeah. literally because I wasn't getting enough calories. And the loss but, of weight probably helped with the mercury poisoning. Oh, definitely. Definitely. That's the tag team partner yeah. of mercury poisoning. <laughs> so with mercury poisoning, Double tap it that literally, motherfucker. It's, a, it's a cognitive thing. It lowers your ability to think and all that kind of stuff. And uh, it lasts like four months. And I think I discovered that when December. Yeah. because yeah. It was you, cold, yeah. yeah no, because what happened is you we were like talking right about our routine. That's right. That's we were right. talking about our eating routines, and you, go, you told us how much tuna you were eating. Yeah. And we're all like... Dude, that's, that's too much tuna. so much fucking tuna. Yeah. Like, and I was like, way ah, too much tuna. I and can't then, in a row too much tuna. No, just Yo. and I just can't believe that you were eating tuna as a snack and then turning around and eating it for supper too. Like, if I was eating tuna every day for supper, there's no way I'm eating the same thing. I for do a like snack. those little pouches of tuna though. Yeah, when I set my but mind, you can on at least something. get flavored ones. Yes. Of those. Well, so what I would do for when a snack, I get, I would it, do I get it. Tuna salad on crackers. <laughs> Okay. I'll just make quick tuna salad and put it on fair. crackers. Yeah. So still too much tuna. He was wow. eating yeah, I'm still mind blown. Sixty yeah. some <laughs> grams of protein worth of tuna within the span of three hours every single day. Damn For near seven months. His Damn brain's getting day. just Mike yeah, Tyson just by the tuna. Every day. Wednesdays we go get tacos or whatever. Yeah, that's, the, that's the same. <laughs> that's the same your body's same like, you're, yeah. you're, and you're drinking a lot, but it's like, yeah. oh, thank God. It's at least not tuna. It's not tuna. But so that the damages of mercury poisoning can be permanent. It can take up to four plus months for the mercury to work out of your system. Yeah. But the the brain damage from the metal in your blood can be permanent. And it really sucks because before I started the podcast, this is all happening as I'm thinking about starting the podcast. I was feeling good. Like mental was great. I had been on a strong bender of working out consistently. And I like my cognitive ability. I was like thinking fast, clearly. My brain wasn't like, uh, you know how your mind, your thoughts kind of run on autopilot half time. I was kind of out of that for a while. And then that tuna fucking fucked me up for a good it two months. It finally accumulated enough to be like, you dumb. <laughs> yeah, I literally couldn't even fucking I mean, say words. I still mad you didn't get a blood test. I, dude, the I wanted to see. stop, just yep. so we would have known. How you would have known how much murky was in your system. Yeah, me too. So much. Because we'll never oh. know. Yeah, it would have been interesting. Well, it's kind of like the same thing. Like when I had carbon monoxide poisoning, and I didn't go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Whoa, you had carbon monoxide poisoning? Well, yeah, so I pressure washed, right? And so we were in this parking garage, and normally they have the ventilation fans in there, just like, you know, if somebody leaves their car running or whatever. Um, and normally they kick those on because we have the machines in there or whatever. So I was washing something else that day, and my boss was like, hey, come help me finish out this parking garage. I go, all right. So it was like this giant U, but the only door was in the front, and he was in the back. And the fans never kicked on. So he was running that machine for a couple hours with the only ventilation being the front door all the way around. A diesel locomotive. We weren't running diesel all the time. He was running diesel for sure. I never do that. And so I get I get there and he was kind of like, I could tell there was something going on, but I'm like, eh, maybe he's just having a weird day because he was halfway done. So all the fucking, the whole time he was just huffing that essentially. So I get there and I start working and then, at one point, it was, I think I got like a quarter of my shit done. And all we had was like the last quarter, and he was like out of it. And I was like, kind of feeling like it's hard to explain, but it was like, it's like you're sick and your whole head is just congested and your yeah. brain just isn't running as good, but you think you're all right. And so then he walks up to me and he goes, Hey, you feeling all right? I go, I'm not feeling the best. He goes, Yeah, I'm not either. And I go, Are those fans running? He goes, I don't think so. And I go, Well, this isn't good. <laughs> 
And I go, this isn't good. And he's like, yeah, well, let's just get this shit done. And uh, he goes, no, no, this is the wild shit. He goes, he looks at me and he goes, hey, if I, like, let's just keep checking on each other. <laughs> now, now, mind Shouldn't you. Shouldn't laugh at that. Now, no, no, no. It's fucking hilarious. Because he is, he is like all of 6'3", probably 280. Yeah, big boy. I'm big supposed boy. to haul his ass out of there if he falls down. <laughs> and then I, then I fall and then we're both gone. Right? So then I'm working. And it's getting worse and worse. It's just like, it's hard. Like it's, it's almost like you're just always hot. Like it just feels like you're warm and your head's kind of just like swimming. You got like the cold sweats and you can't. Not even cold sweats. It just feels like you just feel warm. Uh. And it's just like, you're kind of out of it, but you're kind of, you're there, but you know something's wrong. And it's just <laughs> like, this isn't great. And your heart kind of starts beating a little bit faster, a little heavier. And then Clay, my boss, starts walking out kind of taking breathers of fresh air more and more and he's kind of like coughing i'm like let's get the fuck out of here and he's like well we're almost done but it's but like he wasn't thinking that clearly clearly at all he's like well i just gotta get the job done that was like the preset thing in his head that he was going with he wasn't thinking about what the fuck was actually going on and so long story short we end up getting it done and we're both just like fucked up but he's way more fucked up than i was because he was there longer and so then we're dry. He's like, I'm going to go to my buddy's urgent care to go get some oxygen. And I'm like, all right. And he's like, are you good? And I go, yeah, I'm probably all right. And so I'm driving back to the shop and I kind of feel like a heavier weight on my chest a little bit. I'm kind of out of it and kind of cool because he texted Nate and he goes, hey, so what's the easiest way to get oxygen back in your system? That's how fucking out of it he was. He's like, how's the, what's the quickest way to get oxygen in the bloodstream again? <laughs> it's like, well, that's never good. So then Nate calls me and he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing that my dad's asking me that question? And I'm like, all right, we're fine. He's going to urgent care. I'm going back to the shop or whatever. So then I'm I, like, I'm driving on Dodge and I'm like trying to take some deep breaths, almost pass out. And so then Clay's at the urgent care and he gets oxygen for like an hour. And they're like, yeah, you need to go to the hospital. He goes to the hospital. They do his blood work or whatever. He had like, I forgot the percentage, but it was like, if he was in there for another couple hours, he's done. Like dead? Yeah. Okay. Well, he, he passes out, and then you're done. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say, I've seen... Like, and that was after an hour on oxygen, and he was still like... It was like... Oh, my Lord. Like, yeah. it was all over. And so then he was like on oxygen sitting there in the hospital for a long time getting oxygen to get himself back. And so I'm at my house, and so I'm sitting there, and I'm talking to my mom, and I'm like, eh, I feel good. Like, I, I don't feel awful. Like, I'm not like him. So, like, I was sitting there, and then like she has one of those, like, blood pressure cuffs, and the first time I did it, my heart rate was like so god. Like my beats per minute were at like one thirty, I think, or like one twenty. Like it was like it's up there. I mean, it was up. And then my blood pressure was up there too. And then she's like, "If it's like that in like an hour or two, I'm making you go." Because I didn't want my boss to take the brunt of all the hospital bills for both of us. Because again, I was not thinking straight. Yeah, but also I was like, I think I'm good. I wasn't there as long. And eventually my shit worked all the way down, but still like the next couple of days, it was like kind of like how like your mercury poisoning was. It yeah. was just kind of like, you feel like a fog. Yep. It's like you're sick. Like it's like you're fucking just have a head cold always and you feel fine. It's not actually sickness. Yeah. Your body's actually just deprived yeah. of yeah. oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like yeah. your brain is deprived. Yeah. Yeah. And poisoned. Yeah. yeah. So like for the next like couple of weeks, it was like, it, it wasn't as bad. It's not as bad now. But like still every now and again, it'll just be like the first time I did a parking garage after that, 
I was so fucking scared. I was just like, we're not doing this. Yeah, dude. Well, I, then I parked the truck outside. So there's no way it would like drown me in carbon monoxide again. And even then, like I started spraying right away. And right away, my heart was just like, hey, buddy, get the fuck out of here. Like it started fucking pounding. My head was like, we're dying again. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was fucking nuts. Yeah. Oh, man. But I fucking, we're still here, yeah. you know. I don't have that effect of tuna. I could eat We're all dumber than the much. rest of them. Well, yeah, but that is what it is. I get af- I'm not afraid of tuna. I'm not, afraid of, I'm not afraid you of parking garages be. either, yeah, but yeah, I'm not afraid of parking garages yeah. either, but uh-huh. still not great. Mm. Eh, fuck it, you know? Yeah. Fuck that. The tuna, you're supposed to, you're only supposed to eat like one or two servings a week. It's like the max. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. You did that in three hours every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked So up. you said you did that for seven months? Yeah, it was about seven months when I was on that tuna kick. And you are right. It was like you were fucking vibing. Like you were cooking. Yeah. So is one can one serving? Yeah. 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 Well, and you ate tons um, of cans a day. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's got roughly. cans. Sometimes I wouldn't eat that. It's like those star kissed cans that you had to peel the top. Yeah. So, so I wouldn't eat a, a snack every day because sometimes I'd be busy doing something, but every day other than Wednesday. So, Wednesday or Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday for sure. Sometimes not Friday because I'd be on the road. I'd have two cans of tuna every night. Three. Not. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. I didn't eat the snack. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But still. What percentage of the time do you think you did eat the snack? Yeah. He's doing the math. Uh, probably 60%. Yeah, it's probably about 50, 60% add the snack. And so, but then, I mean, if you want to get into the real numbers of it, I mean, I probably was having it four times a week. Uh, How many uh, cans would you go through a week, you think? A fuck ton. I'd buy the big old things and I'd, <laughs> I would go through it in a couple so weeks. So you're over like... The math says 12 a week. So you're supposed to eat two of those a week? Is that what you said? Yeah, two. One maybe. to two. One to two, two yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's like six times over what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. For six, for seven months. <laughs> you doing the arithmetic on how much tuna I ate? Yeah. Yeah. I want to see how long, <laughs> like how long of a span you ate tuna for in that short period of time. Sure, sure. What? So like <laughs> yeah, he we lost me this, on that as well. We so we did this. He wants one, to see how much tuna we did he this when I was uh, when I was smoking Fucked cigarettes up. all the time. So, <laughs> what do you mean? That, when you're that arith- cartons and fucking yeah. That arithmetic. Yard? That arithmetic is gnarly. And then huffing so, fucking jankum in the porta shitters too. Yep. I was spending something like oh four hours each day smoking cigarettes because we did the, the math on it. And, uh, you know, I was doing a carton in a week, so that's 10 packs in seven days, and it takes roughly five minutes to smoke a cigarette. And so that's... Well, you would, you used to go... You would get like a three pull on one of your... Yeah, that is true. I could, I could knock out a cigarette in like a couple minutes, but but It was like fucking 30 seconds if you really wanted to. I think you hooked up to a shop. Roughly, roughly four hours a day I was spending smoking a cigarette. That's insanity. Trying to think over there? Very hard. <laughs> what 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 is it? What do you what is it? The well, math? I, I came to a total of three hundred and thirty six cans of tuna. You didn't do that math right. In seven months. In seven, seven months? months. I don't think you did that math. It's got to well, be so you math. seven times four is twenty eight. Yeah. Twenty eight times. Um, what did you say? Twelve. Yeah. Yeah. So that's three, yeah three hundred and thirty six. Yeah, over a span of seven months. Cheapers. <laughs> so I don't know if you can break it down to a time. You'd have to. I, I mean, how much time did I spend eating tuna? Probably ten minutes. 
So I, I eat food quick. So if I divide that by stay? two, that would give you the weeks, right? Because that's like the amount of tuna you're supposed to be eating per week. I think that's that would be the difference. Wait, no, I don't know. What are you? What I'm lost. What are you asking? I've been lost. Yeah, you just math. You lost me. <laughs> so you're so trying to on a on a daily the ratio was, of what he's supposed to do to what he's actually done, or what? Be one to three. So in that seven months, you ate. Ate over 200 cans more than I should have. Give or take, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In seven months, you ate three years, like three and a quarter years worth of tuna. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's fun math. Yeah. That is really good, actually. I love that. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> That's good. That bad. Yeah. So I'm I'm discovering this about myself. When I... uh. When you well, get it, you get it. When I do something, I like to do Addictive it. Addictive personality. Yeah, yeah, I like to really yeah. fucking that go be for it. That such a good, good way. Good way, right. It's a positive thing. I just got to it. can be. It in, yes, dude. it can be great. Here's the problem with the tuna thing. I Here's the problem. I didn't <laughs> know that. Tuna ate too much. I didn't know that about tuna. I didn't know that. I had warning signs. Kohler warned me a couple times. Yeah. Other people had warned me a couple times, but then it finally all stacked up, and I was like, I should probably look this yeah, up. Yeah, you got enough people told you you're doing the wrong yeah. thing. And Maybe I, I should look at it. And then I finally looked it up, and I was like, oh, fuck. And I called my mom. I'm like, dude, I think I might have mercury poisoning right now. <laughs> Mom's like, dude. yeah. She's yeah, like, how much tuna are you? Yeah, I was like, wondering why you're getting dumber. Too much. I could have swore you were smarter than that. The worst part of it was like the the depression side of it, to be the, straight up the- honest. The uh, withdrawal, yeah, tuna. <laughs> yeah, I was depressed as God. Got a knee itch in your neck. Give you me a can. tuna from some dude with a trench coat. In the corner. Oh, He's just sitting can. there with a can opener, just <laughs> in it, and there's no yeah. can in it. Just yeah. <laughs> I heard you. Heard you. He's the at man work. He's at work. Sev is Sev is fucking dykes. He's just, <laughs> just got, a, got a can opener. Just oh, spinning shit. it. <laughs> <laughs> when I was eating fruit for breakfast, I would do that. I'd use my tin snips at work to open up the can. Shit were great. I chug that shit, sharp edges. So you got depression from the tuna, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was one of the major symptoms of it. Yeah, yeah. You, you like I couldn't regulate my emotions, and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So it was like bipolar shit, where it was like you were up and down, or is it just like you were always down? I was always down. Like I have estrogen. I, I kind of have grew a, boobs. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I have a, what is that called? You pop milk out of your boobs? Yeah. Oh no, no. So sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Gynecomastia, it's when... It's when you male. get... It's when, like, dudes with steroids, they, like, have, like, a tit that forms at the bottom of their yeah. peck because... Well, too, too much oh, I thought there was something, something about like a that. vagina or something. Oh. No. That's a gynecologist. Oh, my mistake. Gynoplasty? Yeah. Wasn't it, like, a big thing, like, with milk that that was happening or something that... Oh, when people are drinking too much milk and yeah. they get tits? Yeah. Well, too much <laughs> almond milk... <laughs> Yeah, too much almond milk. Yeah, so the ex-wife, <laughs> I was just feeding her milk. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I remember seeing something like that in the news. Like, oh, yeah, because almond ago. milk is just like filled with estrogen in it. I did not know that. You didn't know that? So Everything you eat kills you. Does Let's that, just get that. almond milk you're drinking a week. Perfect. Does that come from the almonds? Yeah. Okay. So I got to stop eating almonds. Yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't eat almonds anyways. Why not? Never mind. <laughs> I like almonds. They're good. I know, they're good horrible. for your heart. 
They're horrible for the environment. Oh, they're really. Yeah. I actually. Did oh boy, hear really bad. <laughs> should, oh no, we dive down that a little bit because I've heard about that too. But you probably are a little more educated. Yeah, I'm not diving on that rabbit hole. I will not debate you. I also because I, I do not know all the facts. I would say we're about to just, just run real bad. We're basically running back a podcast from like a, a we, year ago. Essentially. We're running back essentially the podcast me and you did when we were yeah. talking about how you ate too the much environment and tuna. Essentially, we were going on the We're literally it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, we what that was December after I discovered the tuna thing. Which December? We had a debate about the environment last December. It had been last. I've yeah. only it had was the podcast then. since December. Our first podcast it was in December. Yeah, yeah my first been. my first podcast was in December. God, we had a lot of podcasts in before Sarah showed up. Mm-hmm. Dude, we were doing God, that weekly, bitch. bro. <laughs> Hey, we're getting back at it. <laughs> so, we are getting back. Hey, wait a second. So hold on. Life so, got busy. Do you think it was actually the tuna that fucked with you, that made gave you depression, or do you yeah, think it yeah. was every no, all the other shit with it? It's one of the listed symptoms. Yeah, but that was the one that I experienced the worst. Just do you think it, it was just, just let it be the tuna? Do you think that added on to well, so anything I, else, so or do you think it was just about this? Well, yeah, a, that's a, what I was. That's what I'm wondering. I have yeah. a proclivity to depression. Yeah, you know, and so um, it just escalated it, just added tenfold. So like normally, especially over the last. You know, year or two, you and I have talked about it a fuck Oh, ton. yeah. But uh, I've Fucking been able to regulate years. my depression to the point where, like, I could, like, pull myself out of it rather quickly within a couple of weeks nowadays, which is actually fucking phenomenal. But over that two-month span after I did my journeyman's test, so this is kind of where it all started, I uh, couldn't pull myself out of it for two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was rough. It was real rough. Uh, and I think, yeah, the tune that led to that. Didn't help, yeah. No, it didn't help at all. Yeah, I think it actually made it... It was actually, I think, the leading cause for well for that two months. It definitely span. gave you the push. Yeah, because because before that, I was literally like I said, I was getting to the point where like I could feel like a depressive state coming on, and I could kind of recognize it and pull myself out of it within a week or two, a few days. You know, I there's a lot of things that you do to do well, make yeah. that happen. You know, but that I could not do it. I couldn't get myself to exercise. I couldn't get myself out of bed in time. I couldn't do any of those things. I literally couldn't do it. Yeah, I couldn't even think straight enough to do it. Mm-hmm. That was probably one of the other reasons, you know, it's a, it declines your cognitive ability, that metal in your brain. So it just made it worse. Brutal. It was a brutal two months. Heavy yeah. metal. Huh? I said heavy metal. Yeah, heavy metals. But no, Kohler, we didn't start the podcast. Literally, I think the recording is December... Something I can look. Our first recording. Right. There was a fat back catalog that we had until yeah, we, we were podcasting yeah, like right. every day. Until I say until we went day. to Colorado. That's when it kind of got nixed. That's when it got caught up. Yeah, yeah. We were yeah, until then. I think it was week. like at least one or two a week, and then you'd be like, "Yeah, no, I've been editing this podcast for the last three months or whatever." Yeah, <laughs> like, well, was Colorado before or after Christmas? That was February. Yeah, it was like middle of February. I don't think I've been on a podcast since. Before Christmas, I think oh. that was the. I lied to you. Our first, like our first podcast, were recorded in November. I yeah, because because the oh, Mitchell yeah, and right. Marshall Mikowski was November eighteenth. Yeah, when it was recorded. So you must have got it like early November. Well, it was, it was probably building up, but so I took, <laughs> I took my it was a Trojan horse. Yeah, I took my uh, journeyman's test in uh, October, and that's when after that, that's when it really hit. Yeah. Is October, November that I was struggling. Yeah. Brutal. <sighs> Brutal shit, dude. Do not eat too much tuna. <laughs> I never planned on it, if I'm going to be honest. Did you know that? 
No. You didn't I, know that? You should have no. seen his face yeah. when you were talking about it. It was just like, he was trying to calculate the tuna first. And then, <laughs> and then it was like, wait, what? Well, like, that, was, <laughs> that, was, that was the thing that got me. I didn't know. I didn't know that tuna had mercury levels in it that were dangerous. So at first I was kind of like, okay, why in the hell would you ever eat that much of something? That, that's, yeah, what it was. that's what it was, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like there's been spans of like five or six months where I only will eat chicken. Yeah. Like it was one of those things. Chicken yeah. and rice or something. Mm-hmm. But so, I mean, if there was something similar that would be in chicken, I would be screwed. Yeah, so right. Manola. Exactly. Yeah, well, it's just that's just kick. Yeah, it's cooking it right. Well, or not. I was gonna say I know how to cook chicken. Yeah, <laughs> last she's year just deep throating tuna for the last, <laughs> last year. I did He's donkey lipping it. I did something where like uh, like uh, upon reflection is like kind of like a commitment challenge where I just pretty much was saying yes to everything that I could and trying to like say yes to things and then be there and show up and actually do the things that I committed to. Just doing hard things. Right. And so, so to yeah. make that possible, I was working on making my routine. So automatize my routine. So making my routine automatic. So I'd come home and like I would do my workout and then I would make my tuna helper. And like for the biggest part of automating your routine was like not going to the grocery store a month. So a lot. So a lot of the stuff that I ate was like stuff that kept long so I could buy in bulk and then not making decisions. So I would literally fucking eat the same thing every day, same shit all day, you know, every day is literally. So I didn't have to think about anything that I had to do. So that way I just could do all the other things I said yes to. And that's what brought on eating tuna every day. You said no a lot to us. During your yes phase? Yeah, well, in the summer. His yes well, phase was a lot of no's to well, us. Well, yeah, but it was like, well, even before your journeyman's, you were like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to fucking just do everything. And it's like, well, you're trying to do your journeyman's test. Yeah. So. Yeah, you started signing for that. I got to see like, you guys during the week, week every week. before your fucking journeyman's, you actually, like, buckled down. Yeah, yeah. I tried to give myself a couple months. Well, yeah, and then he's sitting much. there freaking out when i was over one time and he's just like oh i'm not gonna pass it. it's like how long you been a fucking electrician for dude i was stressing hard well, i know and it's like, well then no I'm, I'm sitting there we were sitting on his fucking uh on a tailgate do you have your to call me yet no i had that red truck that's right yeah we were sitting on your tailgate and i'm just like what are you fucking worried about and you're like oh i don't think i'll pass it and then i'm like it's an open book right yeah and you've been electrician for how long years uh-huh yep and then so you know everything yes the best i just part. need to learn how to find it what? And then you're like, I'm not gonna pass it. I'm that, like, was, yes, that, was, that was probably the mercury speed. Oh yeah, and you were just all fucking beating yourself up. And yeah. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You're it gonna pass it. And sure as shit, what happened? Passed it. No problem. The best part is every time I ask Keith how the studying was going, he goes, Ah, oh, haven't started I'm yet. Doing something else. Yeah, haven't started. <laughs> haven't I, was, started I need to relax yet. a little bit before I start doing it. Yeah. All the way up to like the last week, and then he goes, Oh God, I got to do it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to pass it. Yeah, okay. That's better than I did in college. People would be like, well, did you study for the test? No. And I'd be like, we have a test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, this the journeyman test is literally like the test that's always talked about as an electrician. It's the test that like makes you an actual electrician and you build up to it for four years, you know? Yeah, you, absolutely. You do your apprenticeship for four years and you build up to it and it's a test. Everyone's like, you got to get your journeyman. You got to get your journeyman. So there's a lot of pressure on apprentices to pass that test. And then on top of that, like I said, I had mercury poison, so I wasn't doing so hot mentally. But it worked out pretty well. It worked out pretty well. Stack that on top of overextending yourself. Yeah, I literally got to the point where I was burnt out genuinely right oh, no, before my journeyman test. Right, that might have been yeah. mercury, but, yeah. but you could see it. Right. 
Yeah, I literally had every single weekend of my summer last summer booked. I'm not even doing that this year, and it's turning out to be the same way. Every single fucking weekend. Fucking booked up. It's ridiculous. But that brings me to August 29th. What are you fellas doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I planned that far ahead. Yeah. Well, like, I kind of <laughs> hopefully I, still working. I, I kind of have. Hopefully, I'm still alive. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> True. So I got a couple dates for I you. I think I'm gonna get real big in a tuna. Ooh. <laughs> Let's not eight cans a day. Fuck it. Might as well. August. Just back the truck up to my house. <laughs> just drop off a whole fish. Eat eight cans a day. Just get your tuna I fixed lied. for the whole, your whole yeah, life. Yeah. You go over You're to fucking. Good. You go over to Kohler's house. There's just a whole tuna just dry aging in the middle of his living room. <laughs> yeah. He walks in the morning just, <laughs> and takes a bite out of it for oh, work. Oh yeah. Dude, I've been trying to branch out because Sarah really likes like uh, like cuisines and fucking entrees that I've never even. Oh, I don't this even looks know like this sounds name. like a really expensive proposition that's about to show up. No, no. no. So, so like oh. when we got to eat, I like try to try new things, and uh, we went to uh, Fu something down yeah, on twenty seven. Yeah. What's the name of that place? Uh, Fu Factory. Fu Factory. We Fu went to the King. Fu Factory. Dude, Fu is one of my favorite foods. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Sarah's the same way, and uh, I tried. The tilapia. I ordered the tilapia. The motherfucker brought out a whole fried fish, eyes, head, everything. Yeah? It was all right. It wasn't bad. I'm not a huge fish guy. Says the guy who likes who ate a lot of tuna. But yeah, not a, not a big fish guy. Dude, it had the sweet chili fucking sauce with tomatoes you in eat it. The cheeks? Fucking oh, delicious. they know what they're doing. I couldn't finish the whole fish. Uh, did I, you eat the cheeks though? No. The cheek meat is the best meat. I on didn't fish. know that. I had no idea. Oh god, it's so good. I had no idea. I've got to give you a tip about next time you go to a pho place. Yep. Order pho. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and ask for a smaller portion. So I know you're, so your first mistake. Well, you went to, you a, went pho to a pho place. place, ordered a whole fucking fish. fish. That yeah. was wrong. That's Wait. fucked up. So. <laughs> got his ass. So. What was the date question? What? Oh, okay. So I mixed them up. Okay. So, so I came right. into a bunch of fish. J- July 29th. So I got a shipment coming in. July 29th. It's a Saturday. Wait, July 29th or Ju- August? Yeah, I, I mixed up dates. So I have okay. two dates for We're you. We're making okay. barbacoa. July 29th. It's a float. It's a float uh, on the Raccoon River in Iowa with Colby. You guys met Colby once. Yeah, him and his girlfriend and a couple yeah. other people. Erickson? He told me to extend an invite to some buddies. So if you fellas don't got nothing going on. It's Saturday. It is a Saturday. I'd love to. It's How long is the drive to Raccoon River? Uh, it's three hours. Easy. Yep, not bad. They got campsites out there? Uh, no. Kobe's got a house. Oh, perfect. Um, and then August 20th. 20- like we're not going to be driving home that day. What? <laughs> Definitely not. What? August. Let me pull it back up. August 25th, that weekend. So it's uh, 25th, 26th, 27th. Going up to Yankton. I already told you about this, Caden. Four. Yep. Just camping. Oh. Yeah, fuck it. My weekends are relatively free, and I'm trying to make them not free, so it sounds like a plan. I have no plans. Okay. That's camp trip. Pull the boat up. I was trying to figure out when I can get the boat out here soon, but like most of July is fucking booked out. So it won't be until like August, September that I can get the boat out one of these weekends. We'll go do that. You've got such a hard life, man. <laughs> it's a nice life. God, I, all of July's booked up. I can't do shit. <laughs> Genuinely. God, I have to go to fucking Canada or something. Yeah. Going to Chicago next weekend, then Canada. And then, uh, 
The 22nd, I have something. I can't remember. Oh, that's still Canada. What? <laughs> let me, let me check my calendar. I don't know if I'm allowed to ask this on the air, but while you're in Canada, can you please get me mint jewel pods? I could probably. Is it illegal to smuggle them across the border? No, you just can't buy yes. them. What? Is actually, it really? actually, I don't know. Oh, okay. Actually, it might not. I don't think that's drug actually, paraphernalia. I don't. No, I don't think it is, actually. Sure good. I know it's illegal to mail it because you can't mail, like, nicotine, like, yeah. any kind of nicotine oh, yeah. stuff. Well, you can't even do that, like, in the U.S. Yeah, because really? in case it blows yeah. up or whatever. Yeah. <sighs> but, actually, it's probably not illegal just to bring it over. Because it ain't to, drug paraphernalia. You have to remind me. But sure good. Because I don't think it's out. That would be so sick. <laughs> well, I know you can't sell them here. Oh no, definitely. So I don't. They got rid, which makes no sense because well, they I just mean, you guys have like the elf. It was bars it was just the first one, the biggest name that yeah. they wanted to crack. Oh, we're we're trying to help. Yeah, and it's like okay, so let's just go like, the biggest. Kids guy. are vaping. It's like well, well now they're smoking crack rock because you took away their mint pods. <laughs> we okay, cigarettes. In <laughs> now high they're school. doing crack. Yeah, you guys want to see my calendar for July? Wow, real busy. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> I know, all right? I say shit, I'm getting worn thin. I have uh, two holidays and then are. a uh, and then just submit time. Hell yeah. Yeah, cool. You should try a commitment challenge for yourself. Yeah, that, that eat would, a bunch of tuna. That would work if there was anybody, <laughs> any family in Nebraska or oh. friends. Yeah. Hey, we're right here. Don't I got know. any of those. <laughs> sure don't. Fresh out of the hose. Well, commit to a float trip. Fresh out of tuna cans. July what? 29th, while you got your calendar out, go ahead, throw that one right in there. I refuse out of a area of pride to put it on the calendar. An area morning. of pride. Yep. You should Why? lose that. <laughs> lose your Never. Pride. <laughs> Coward. I don't understand. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> At some point, we got to go golfing. Yes, we do. Yeah, what the fuck, guys? I Quit saying what the you. fuck to me. I'm sitting there just like, just tell me when y'all are good. And yeah. I go, hey, Pops, we're rolling. Deep. I have asked you a couple times if you're going to go on golfing, but I always ask on the days when you have baseball games at like weird times in the day. Well, here's the thing. I can just say I'm, I can't go. So. So you guys already know July's booked out for me, so I won't be able to go golfing unless we do it on like a weekday. I'm cool with that, too. We skip like a Wednesday, grill that's, out, go golfing. That's fine with me. I could do that. Like too. When? A Wednesday. A, a weekday or anything. I mean, it don't matter to me. Go golfing? It would, just be, it would just be a matter of getting the time. I and need I'm, to buy a new set of clubs. My clubs are trash. Join the club. Steen doesn't have a set. My set I broke his driver. Yeah, my my driver's used also shit. broken, but uh, st- I'll oh, still use it. Oh, no, Keith. I flung his fucking club face about mm, 20 yards. <laughs> it was funny <laughs> It fuck. was not 20 yards. It was way more than 20 well, yards. Well, my yeah, driver so, had, we never found yeah, it. We were, yeah, we were golfing, and <laughs> I was using Kohler's driver, and I was always, like, I kept topping everything because I was so scared I was going to break a club, like, just hit, hammer the shit out of the ground. So I kept topping everything. Did. <laughs> and then I started drinking a little more. I'm like, ah, let's fucking hammer some balls here. So then I hit a, na- like, my best drive of the day. Yeah, and then Kohler uses it, and he goes, eh, this "Sounds a bit crunchy." Yeah, something's broken on this. I thought it was just the club head itself. No, it cracked off at the shaft on the well, next so then, drive. So then he goes, he goes, "Hey, how about we all just use my driver until it breaks?" And I go up there, first guy, grab it, and I fucking just striped a drive about oh, yeah. a, probably a good 180 yards, maybe. Oh yeah, 
with a broken head and i swung and like it was it's the weird it's like when you break a baseball bat it's like well i'm missing something when you're on your like when you're bringing it it's like well something's lighter here (laughs) (laughs) i finish my swing and i look and there's just no fucking head on the club and i look and i see this black thing i watch the driver fly (laughs) off into the prairie like oh and then i look for the ball i'm like that's a nasty drive (laughs) it was a good drive it was straight as fuck yeah 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 that's I got a, a much better driver now. So we're just so rummaging. Don't fucking break. Yeah, then we're rummaging around in the high grass trying to find this fucking Never driver head. It. You guys should know that my handicap in golf is like a forty-seven. So that's impossible. Sorry. <laughs> well, I, I even, feel that though because mine's I think at twenty-eight right now. I don't Dude, even know I'm what my so handicap is. So bad at is. golfing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even have a handicap. I've but I love never it. Done it. Yeah, golfing's a blast. How do you even? earn a handicap so a handicap is like basically like what you shoot over par oh and then it averages it out essentially oh to bring it back to zero calculation oh yeah so mine it's like a nine handicap you take nine off your strokes right yeah yeah okay yep that's why i know like if you're like really good at golf it's like a nine handicap or like lower i heard this great idea on a podcast so these guys that go golfing and they keep their beer tabs and however many beers you drink, <laughs> that's how many strokes you can take you off take at the end of your score or at the end of the game. I have a counter. I'd still to that. play even worse. Yeah, yeah. I have a counter offer to that only because I actually just saw a video of guys doing this like a couple weeks ago. Okay. Sober golfing. Ew. We would have to. Do, we would have to do <laughs> that if out. we go Wednesdays. Yeah. Because I won't be getting drunk on a Wednesday. Yep. Or we just go driving anyways. But the concept is super similar to that. But so like when we would have our golf tournament for our fraternity, we would buy mulligans. And so like you could buy a mulligan for like five or 10 bucks or whatever Mm -hmm. it was. And that money would get thrown to the winners at the end. And well, actually it got put into a scholarship, but our frat got canceled. So (laughs) So, but uh, something that I saw was uh, for mulligans, instead of like paying money for it, you you can take as many mulligans as you want. But every time you take a mulligan, you have to shotgun a beer. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And so so you're, you're sacrificing your later shots. Yeah, right. But for that, yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna yep. lie. Our game's kind of picked up near the end, though. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I what I need to do is just go golf more. That's kind of why me I want too. to. I I'm think I could to be pretty decent at it. I hit one great drive for me, yeah. and I was good. I'm in. So, I would have played a whole another 18. Dude, that's what happened to me last time at that tournament that I was just talking about. I like it's a four man scramble. Yeah. And like I said, dude, I'm really bad at golfing. I'm and worse. so the 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 last time I went golfing before that tournament was the last year at that tournament. <laughs> and yep. I hit I think we took my drive on like like 10 to 12 holes out of 18. That's pretty good. That's pretty fucking dude, good. Dude, I don't know if I was just hammered. Big dick swinging. <laughs> dude, I don't know what was going on. Yeah. But that's like, that is all it took for me to be like, okay, I understand why people yeah. do this oh, so yeah. often. You that get was like, fucking awesome. It's like crack cocaine. Yeah, you yeah. have like well, a couple so good different. shots in a game and you're like, dude, this is this is why. This yeah, is fucking This fun. is fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, and it's hard. That, I think that's, that's also yeah, that's like something that makes it fun. It's so complicated. It's so much like pool. Just on a different level. Well, you have a yeah, small yeah. you have a small area of the club where if you hit it good, it gives you a great shot. Yeah, and right. even if you hit it there, do you have the right power on it? Yes or no? Yeah. And, and then did you angle it right? Did you slice it or not? And then spin. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. How do you spin a golf ball <laughs> <laughs> on accident? Yeah. For us, on accident. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, your third shot at Highlands. Oh, for that my family tournament. God, he f- throwing darts. You don't remember that was no. shot? No, it was the first on hole. the first hole, and you just threw a dart on the green. From hell like, yes, from he like a hundred out. He was hell a, yes. When four feet of the hole, two feet past it, and it rolled back off the green. Wow, I don't remember that. Absolute but, no, it was the first yeah. hole because I remember I like I was, missile. I was so scared because you're like uncle or who was in that purple shirt? Yeah, my uncle Dan. He's yeah, like, and he was like, notch. he was really being kind of like, I'm in charge, sergeant of this well, whole thing. So great guy, he's Someone super competitive. He's one of those guys by the book, and he golfs a lot. So I mean, he's rangefinder, everything out there attached to his Windage. golf cart, yeah. like everything, tossing grass. And so I was know? like, I'm I haven't played golf since like August. Yeah, and so then I'm like going up there to drive. And I'm like, oh, fuck. He's just watching us. I'm like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to top the shit out of this. And I missed the first one. And I'm like, oh, it was a practice swing. And I just fucking sliced one way out of bounds. But I'm like, <laughs> I hit the shit out of it, though. And he's like. You sure he, did. And he was kind of like, all right. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, that's all I need. <laughs> it was like, well, he really missed everything. But. He hit the shit out of it. And I was like, yep, let's get in the cart, boys. We're yeah, moving. moving on to the next. Didn't even look for my ball. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even Sometimes tell you. Sometimes you just can't. <laughs> I can't tell me how many balls I've lost on the right side of that woods off that first hole. Oh, Just yeah. slicing at you. Have you guys ever played Newmark? Yeah. No. That's I where have. we always played our tournament. That's a pretty fun little course. Mm. Here? Yeah. Yeah, it's on. It's I think there's 27 East Lincoln. there. Yeah, they have two courses. Yeah. Yeah, when we go up camping up in Yankton, Crofton. Yeah, you, we need to go golfing at that golf. Dude, that I, golf I, I love that course. Fucking sick. No, the one up be... on uh, Lewis and Clark at the top oh, of the hill. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. he pointed it out when we were both. Oh, Lake View. Yeah, yeah, that that looks it's got sick. a Lake View. It's just, I mean, if you shank it though, I mean, you need to bring a Splash. bucket of balls. <laughs> oh yeah, a Splash. bucket of balls. Let's just go buy Every... a bucket of. Uh, range balls range balls yeah literally i went to play it again and i bought a container to go play up there because every fairway is just lined with a fucking uh, valley of trees yep so it's just pretty much fairway drop off 25 foot trees just fucking dense so it's like the difference between like golfing here and well sorry snowboarding at like a mount crescent and going up to an actual mountain (laughs) yeah kind of yeah honestly honestly yeah we shouldn't go golfing we can just go to the driving range on a Wednesday. On a night. Wednesday, that sounds like a good That'd point. Be, yeah, two hundred some golf balls. Yep. Get blisters on our hand. And get drunk. Be, uh, I'm not getting drunk on a Wednesday. That's okay. The issue we're not getting drunk. Have a couple on a pops uh, and then go. Couple sodas. Sodas. <laughs> I'll bring me a water, carbonated. Again, you just gotta let pleasure. me know, and then I'll let my dad know. And either sure. A he's gonna barbecue, but I'm gonna tell him he's golfing. Sure. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Sounds like yeah. Next week you want to go to the driving range? We sure good. All right. Let's do that. I'm in. You win Wednesday. Do you have a do you have a golf set of golf clubs? Nope. Okay. I'll have to get one. Go to Costco. Pretty cheap there. They're pretty all right. They, the the Kirkland set, the beginner set's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And for you can a, get a brand new set for I think it's like two hundred to four hundred bucks. It's pretty so, cheap. Which is really nice. Yeah. For how pretty decent they are. Yeah. They're now there are no fucking, you know. They're or, not the best clubs, but for what you're buying. Or you could go to play it again. And uh, pick out take scavenger hunt, yeah, yeah. scavenger hunt on what you're gonna yeah. get. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna buy a bag at the beginning of the summer, but with the move and fucking yeah, what? scam thing. What? Yeah, kind of put me back a little bit. Yeah, but I will buy a set of golf clubs here soon. We'll go quite a bit, hopefully. I'm really hoping one of these summers I slow down. Shut nice. the fuck up. So yeah, so that summer will be when you're 
57 years old. <laughs> no, I'm thinking. And your hands like will be like this. Yeah. Your hands will be all mangled, and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna retire. Okay. After you've sold your 47th vehicle, hell <laughs> <laughs> turned into chip. <laughs> fuck. 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 Yeah, Goes back fuck. to cigarettes again, yeah. but he's buying the good cigarettes now. Yeah, God. he can spirits. pay for them now. <laughs> well, he used to smoke the this reds, which are. You also, top of the you also line. smoked twenty four a dollar a yeah. pack. <laughs> they were two fifty eight. Oh, sorry, <laughs> pack. Sorry, they were solid. They were fourteen dollars a carton, though. No, there you go. It was about twenty bucks at Amon's. No, that was at uh, that. Uh, it was off Twenty Seventh Street. I had a buddy in there. I can't remember Muhammad <laughs> in there. That was his name. You Muhammad. kidding me? Somebody who sells cigarettes. Yeah. His name Muhammad. Yeah, it was awesome. I'd, I'd go in there and he'd go, "Hello, buddy," like that. And it was great. And uh, I'd walk in there, and he'd be, like, praying every now and again because he was Muslim. Yeah, He's a cool dude. He liked you because you spent your money every other day. He was nice to me. Return customer. We'd talk. Yeah. I knew about his kids. I had a set of twins. That's what happens when you're a regular at a fucking smoke shop. Yeah. yeah. He's a good dude. I can't believe Amon's is gone. Yeah, you're going to have to move on. I can't. <laughs> I love that place. You're just gonna that have chick to got pistol whipped. It was awesome. Oh, that was so, whoa! <laughs> that was so funny. What? Oh, she was. Well, no. So literally, oh, so we had. So where we used to live, it was off of like Eleventh and Cornhusker, give or take. Well, Eleventh and Nelson, but either way, yeah. There was a well, there's Schmick's there, best grocery store ever. It's but, now Maya's Market. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, meat and beer. But then there was this old ass liquor store that was up the street, right next to our house. It was just an old, dilapidated brick building. Had an one apartment those, on the top yeah. of it. One of those ones with the fr- fake fronts, like facade. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so you would go in there, and they didn't—they didn't even put them on shelves. They just stacked their shipments in the middle of the floor. So there'd be like handles of liquor, and they put the beer in the beer fridge, but the liquor bottles were just stacked up on the boxes they came in on, and you would just grab them. They would have like the little, like you know, green or yellow or orange tops on them for how much they were. Yep. Never once would they card you ever they had to buzz you into the door well no that was after she got well so was that after yeah so when before you could just walk in but then one night somebody ran in and pistol whipped the lady working and so then they added a doorbell where you buzzed in and then they had to hit the button underneath the door to unlock the door to let you in to buy anything to be fair and all their shit was so cheap like the nat the the summer where natter days came out i went in there in september and they go hey if you want a 30 rack of natter days expire in uh november but uh, yeah, we'll give them to you for ten bucks each for a case of thirty, and I was like, I'll take two. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that woman probably one hundred percent earned to get pistol whipped in the fucking head well, because she was a crotchety old woman. She was always nice to me with the dog. Oh, she was mean as fuck. Oh, she was always nice. To me. I guarantee she was running her mouth at gunpoint and just talking I could shit on whoever's. The poor guy who was robbing the store was probably like, stop yelling at me. Really? Only a Glock? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Come with a shotgun next time, pussy. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that, that's what she would have said. You think a Glock's scary? Yeah, that's what she would have said, yeah. Have you ever seen that cigarette shop uh, off of Cornhusker that says, damn cigarettes? Yep. You yep. ever bought from there? No. It's one of my favorite places I don't to smoke buy. cigarettes. They had a drive-thru. It was <laughs> fucking amazing, dude. It was fucking amazing. You just pull up to the window. What do you want? I'll yeah, take. I think it was an old fast food restaurant. I'll take what you're smoking. Yeah, yeah I, want, I want what you got. I'll take a number seven with a <laughs> yeah. side of American spirits. Yep. Uh-huh. With a Sprite. She just handed you out a carton of fucking this red smokes out the window. And for dessert, can I please get an ashtray? And she'd always give Lou a treat. It was great. 
<laughs> oh my god, that that old woman would always card lammer. Oh yeah, and just be an absolute bitch about it. Too. Well, no, there was the one and time we were in no, there like every other day. No, when she stopped carding him is when he walked in there with the uh, the corn suit, the corn cob oh, yeah. suit, and then she's like, "Oh my god, you look just like Scott Frost." <laughs> and then ever since then, she was just like, "Oh, you can just whatever you want," you know. Oh, she was such a bitch. Oh my god, I fucking love that place. I hope she's so, doing. I hope she's doing well. It was literally like because they would have students work there. And so if you had a class, it's so like Andrew and Marcus would have classes or you would have class with somebody. Yep. So you'd walk in there and it'd be like, oh, hey, don't you have, you know, biology 110 or whatever? And that's like, yeah. Clearly, everybody here is 19 and it's like, take it. <laughs> you have money? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. And then after we moved out, they uh, we're going to renovate it. Turns out, building too dilapidated to renovate it. So they just tore the whole fucking thing. Well, <laughs> Well, it was N Street Liquor bought out Amon's. To renovate it. Yeah, and then they're like, we're going to renovate this place. And then the end inspector come in, and they're like, no, you got to tear this whole fucking building down. <laughs> so N Street Liquor, I'm sure, just sold the property off, just bulldozed it. Oh, yeah. So they definitely didn't put a new liquor store in it. No. I thought they built a house on it when I was there. I went to that gas station yep. next to the KFC, and I was like, did they fucking put a house? Oh, no. No. Just a The grass looks house. pretty good. Yeah, I'm sure. You know who's doesn't? <laughs> that's that's why. Yeah, that's why throwing the curveball. Yeah. <laughs> Talking shit about my yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking water at once. Not even my yard, dude. I know, but you you did your last house didn't have grass. Nope. All it had was dog poop. Yeah. And now <laughs> this yard is slowly transforming into the same. Where pretty soon you're just gonna give up because you're like, I was gonna. You were like, we've got a nice yard. We're gonna pick up the dog poop. We are. And now there's no grass. And now there's just poop in your fucking and now there's podcast just be, room. Yeah. <laughs> now there's just going to be, you're just going to give up because you're like, oh, the yard's fucked. Let's just leave the dog poop in it. In my defense, that last yard, I had tried two times to plant grass in it. Yeah. I'd raked it completely up, fucking done all that, planted seeds, tried that twice. Yeah. Never took. And so I said, fuck it. So Did you aerate it? To, well, no. It wasn't going to go to that extent. I read up. And you're supposed to fucking scratch about a quarter inch into the dirt with your metal rake. Yep. And then throw your seed on it. Yep. Water it when Blood. it's cool. Blood. Yep. Yep. And do that every day until it fucking grows grass. Yep. Never happened. Did you water it every day? Yeah, I did my best. Damn near. He was too busy eating tuna <laughs> to water <laughs> God, this tuna's good. Every oh, morning. fuck. <laughs> Staying looking at the yard of dog shit. Yeah, this is being a nice year. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. But tuna's just whispering here. This yard, I'm uh, if I can figure out how to run the sprinkler system, figure out where the control modular for you it is. Call the guy. I don't have his number. Oh, you got to get the guy's number. Yeah. Well, shit's been busy. Someday when I have my own yard, I'll take care of it for you, Kohler. I promise. That's code for why it's going to take care of it. That's the same thing as, yeah, when it slows down, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the exact same. So, so what he's saying is, fuck you, not doing it. Yeah. He's going to disappear. If you want to do it. Actually, no, what it is is if you want to do it. Yeah, if you want to do it. Go ahead. Yeah. But I will not be doing it. He's going to disappear on us for like a year and be like, oh, yeah. A year later, he's going to pop back up. He's like, I bought a house. Me and Sarah moved in. Yeah. It's got really four nice. kids already. And- he's got a couple acres. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a couple acres of land. Skyler, Tyler, 
Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful yard, and we're going to show up, and there's going to be no fucking grass. It's just like a fucking sand dune. There's just nothing but pool tables. Yeah, it's nothing. A graveyard of pool tables yeah, outside. outside. Four or five cars, couple boats, jet ski. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I sold four of these yesterday, so. Two campers. <laughs> I should have enough money to do something. God, if I turn out any of the ways you guys describe me, I'm going to fucking off myself at 50. So I got four <laughs> new buses, okay? <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> For each one of our kids, they're going to have I a bus. I got one they good were, bus, and they the were, rest of them are part buses. But they were a great deal. They were a great deal. I, I got them as cheap, a bundle. <laughs> Buy six, get to pay for the one. Get six. Boys, three of them burned down last night. <laughs> Got the money back, so I'm going to save money back that. On him, you know? All right, boys, bought a shitty F-150. Now, <laughs> now, needed it. I did. I just wanted an F-150. It's going to be great for fishing and going, just cruising. And Tyler's going to need one when he turns 60. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the deal. All right, I sold the F-150. So I bought four new F-150s to part out for Tyler's F-150. Yeah. Here's the deal, motherfuckers. going to have a junkyard. <laughs> He's just going to end up running a junkyard by the end of his life. That runs in my family, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's genetic. It is. It is. Okay. Here's the deal, motherfucker. Be realistic. I fucking bought a Chevy. What? And I talked about buying a jet ski. Yep. yep. And you motherfuckers are over here like, he's going through cars left and right. Brother. Run me through it. Every Jeep, F one fifty, other motorcycles. I had that Jeep for like two years. Oh, yeah. the motorcycles. Oh yeah, yeah. other well, motorcycles. I, I had. I bought that Jeep and that bike, and I rode and drove both of those for two years, solid. I'm not saying you sell them right away. Yeah, I didn't. Except for the F one fifty that yeah, you bought, fifteen hundred. Was it Chevy? Yeah, yeah it was oh, Chevy. Sorry, I wish it was, it was a Ford. A piece of shit. Oh yeah, I kept it. It was a Ford. Yeah, literally, he bought yeah, it, enough. and he, I drove down there with him to drive his car back when he bought it, and he's like, "This thing's fucking awesome. I can't wait to drive this it around all a, summer." Two weeks later, he's like, "Yep, sold it. It was on the side of the road." <laughs> it was a four-speed manual. I saw that truck once. Yep. And the only time I saw it, you were putting self-tappers <laughs> through the door card to make sure they didn't fall off, and yep. then the next week, that ah, truck's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Made profit on it. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a Tacoma. <laughs> yeah. But that's that. I I've gone through how many vehicles with you guys. But how many times have you told? How many times have you said? And I quote, "Might have to sell it about something." How many well, times? <laughs> or how many times has gone? I think I'm going to buy so and so. Yeah, that's what it is all the time. And then we go, "You shouldn't do that." Yeah. And then he goes, "Ah, I'll be fine." I always talk myself God, out turning of it. Into the mic. No. He's getting there. I want to have Mike over for a podcast so bad. The minute man. he has a Just wrench. Just tell me when. The minute he has a wrench for his e-brake, now we have yeah, now similarities. Dude, hey, I used to you use. You should have seen me in high school. I used to use a USB to start my car because the, the key broke off. <laughs> so, so what I would do is I would hold my fob up. Yeah next to it because it had a sensor in there and then I would take like the plug-in that you would plug into a block yeah the USB part stick it over my so turn it yeah yeah turn it on worked like a charm didn't just leave did. a screwdriver inside of it and just ruined about screwdriver. four phone chargers doing that but and my pride but it is what you it had is. to start the car though <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I mean to. or I could have just got a new key no phone. no no but no no those are expensive no. yeah yeah you guys I'm glad ever, you guys understand you ever seen pictures of my first Ford yep yeah that push guard right now. Yeah. The push guard that I had, not the fr- not the red one, oh, the okay. cherry red one. That was my that was like my third or fourth Ford. Oh. My very, oh. I don't go through vehicles. My very first Ford I got when I was fourteen. Uh, it was an F one fifty nineties flat nose, and uh, I had a four wheeler and I had a push guard on it. Well, I welded that push guard on the front of that Ford. It looked cool as fuck. 
<laughs> you should have you should have met I me had in a four wheeler. Yeah. What? <laughs> a motorcycle. What? Bigger motorcycle. What? Boat. What? RV. What? Camper. What? Fifteen hundred. What? Tacoma. What? Jeep. What? Honda. What? <laughs> I have had a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I've gone through a few of them. That's only the ones we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bus. Yep, yep, yep. We're getting better, okay? Yeah. 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 Comes yeah. with age, you know. Yeah, right. Maturity. Yeah. I'm growing up. I'm From four them, cars sure. to one. I have two. Well, I know, but buying them. Oh. At Tacoma, I had a last while. I hope so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> I really hope so. Hey, I have to ask, because I heard about this this weekend, what is the, the science for you leaving the truck on while you fill up with gas? Oh, what do you mean, what's the silence? The, the silence. Science. Shut up. The <laughs> I'm filling it up. <laughs> be quiet. You're going to cause a spark if I you need talk to listen too loud. To this. Uh, so in the, in, the, in the winter, it keeps the heat going. Yeah. And in the summer, it keeps the AC going. Yeah. Is it, isn't that bad for the car, though? No. Or the truck? It's not bad for What's, it. What would be the bad really? part? You're just risking no. blowing yourself up. Yep. And Perfect. that's it. The only, the only issue with it is gas fumes into the air from when you're filling up, potentially. Smoking cigarettes next Coming across the spark from a running engine. Gotcha. Yeah. It's not bad for the vehicle at all. I mean, because I, I wouldn't even think if your tank is empty. It's probably not bad for it either. I yeah, because it's not pumping straight into the engine. Yeah, it's right. just pumping into no. a reserve tank mm -hmm. that just has a pump. There's no science behind it. I just like being warm or cold yep. when needed. That's if you have a diesel point. motor, you can let it run all day. There may be a little bit of science behind it. So it's harder on your engine to start it up than it is for it to be running. Yeah. Sometimes I just like to keep it running because it's better for the motor that way. Hmm. Like when I run into stores and stuff like that. Yep. Fair. It's too bad you can't lock your car when it's on. Yeah, that would be nice. I think I can. I cannot. Can't you just slide the lock on your door? He doesn't have a lock. Yeah, you do. I don't know, actually. <clears throat> on the Tacoma. Couldn't you just, like, manually lock it? No, now I'm going to have to dry it. I can definitely do it with really? Civic. No. no, I can't. I have to lock the Civic with the key, and the key's in the ignition. Yep. I guess I never tried, so. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, it's for safety reasons. Oh. Goddamn That's why liberals. China's winning. Yep. <laughs> Where are you guys at with the 75 flaccid? What? 75 flaccid. Oh. Yeah. I'm still working yeah, out every other that? day. Are you? I have, I've been we bad gonna, because I've been at a wedding for a week. I understand. Now. We were going to do 75 hard, but then it was like, well, we're too weak for that. So then okay. I was like, okay. I, yeah. I've then we were to talking about the other yeah. ones. And, so we were talking yeah. about it and it's like, so we're really not doing anything hard here. It's flat. It's like, well, I can drink three days a week, right? Dude, I didn't know if you guys were talking <laughs> about like, like 75 days without nutting or something. No, no. I haven't, Absolutely I haven't, not. I haven't, had a bo no, I haven't had a boner for six years. Yeah. <laughs> you guys still get boners? I never, <laughs> I'd never even thought about it that way. You have to go 75 days without getting hard one yeah yeah they show fucking Impossible. Impossible. Yeah, they, they show Libby done on the television oh uh, yeah 
you would have to wake up. So what's the deal I with think morning I've used wood? That joke so many fucking times. Since <laughs> you guys still get hard. <laughs> to be straight up honest, do you guys do any of you guys know what the deal with morning wood is? What do you mean? Why the fuck no do we idea. have it? What causes it? What's going on? Actually, I, I think so. I actually have like read like an article on this, and this, but this was a long time ago. Um, but I'm pretty sure, like I. T- I think it's like healthy or like maybe to like retain size, like you're supposed to like get hard, like a certain amount of times, like sure. per day. Okay. And as you get older, like much less of those times are usually throughout the day. So like your body kind of compensates throughout the night. And I don't, I don't <laughs> I know I always why figured it, it was that, like you had like, a dream or something. I think you just, that you don't remember, you know, hard. I figured that might've been it. Where it's like you like you have like dreams you don't remember you know yeah because like obviously I've told them about the dreams that I've had but in that my would be life, crazy to be dreaming about shit like that hard like, that swiper? often yeah, yeah whenever I, mean, like, I don't feel board, like I think about sex hard. that often so yeah. like if my subconscious is like but, I need to train it otherwise probably but I think you just boobs 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 it's consistent when I wake up you know I wake up with it right is, so are you every day with it damn near yeah almost. God, I need to likely. change my diet. I was going to say that ain't me, dog. <laughs> like every, like once a week, I really need to change my diet. Really? I what wake up eat? with morning wood. Tuna? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough tuna, apparently. Get on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Get your swimmer swimming. You yeah, eat a bunch dude. of tuna. <laughs> yeah, it's like every morning. But if it was a dream thing, it's like... Why am I not having that dream at like midnight? That I think night? it just I think it's just yeah, normal. Or am I hard all night? Who knows? I'm passed out. I don't know. I'll have to ask Sarah. I'll tell you this right now. <laughs> we were in Colorado every night. Was it? <laughs> oh, shit. I was getting hit with a billy club at one point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just bounced like off your forehead. Oh, no. oh Jesus. <laughs> I don't even know if the thing bounced, bro. Yeah. Oh God. <clears throat> Fuck, I lost my train of thought when you said bounce. <laughs> just thinking about my dick bouncing on my <laughs> I'm just thinking. I had a joke coming. Yeah. It might just be a fucking uh, biological but like, deal. I think yeah. it's just your like, circadian be... rhythm. It's just like your body's trying to start up. It'd be interesting. Because you don't drink coffee. No, I drink caffeine, though. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you should just drink coffee instead. I don't uh, like coffee. I love coffee. I'm talking to you. Stay I like down. coffee too. It just makes me shit. Yeah, it makes me feel like hey, shit. You actually. get your morning routine down. Yep. See, that's me with the fucking Celsius powder though. Yeah, that's every too. morning that's I, I do that. Every morning. Hey, when do you take yours? What? When do you take yours? Your caffeine. So like, I I'll make it before I go to work, and then I'll just kind of let it sit there until I get to work and I start working, and it'll probably be like maybe like an hour in. Okay. I'll take perfect. a solid chug. Yeah. And then. I'll kind of like wean it throughout the day or I'll yeah, just add that's a lot water. of caffeine right off. Well, yeah, it's like 200 or something yeah, like that or yeah. 150, whatever it yeah. is. And so, yeah, I'll do like a solid chug, probably like 45 to an hour after I've been working. And then I'll kind of like slowly work it throughout the day and then I'll just keep adding water. So I keep drinking water because it's flavored still. Sure. Then I'll just yeah. kind of do it that way. Yeah, that's a lot of caffeine. I do the same thing. I, not the exact same thing, but mine's similar. I'll try to wait like an hour, an hour, a half to drink my caffeine and then do one big old gulp right away in the morning and then usually it lasts take sips out of it every now and again till about noon yeah i kind of just need i, I need a kickstart for yeah. sure kickstart but then it's so much caffeine oh, you kind of yeah. need to trickle charge it so why the fuck do you drink an energy drink over a coffee uh so actually so the initial reason why i switched was kind of shallow but i had braces for five years and so i wanted to take care of my teeth and uh 
the black coffee makes uh, your teeth stained. And so I didn't want that. Stained your teeth. I read that issue. Mm. Drink water don't. right after you drink a coffee. Yeah, I, it's good to Washes do that. Washes off the... Yeah. I've just never liked the, the flavor. The acids. I've like, never liked the flavor of coffee ever. Really, the smell I of love, coffee is delicious. I love coffee. I just yeah. don't like... I don't like tea either. It's something about like the... There's like a texture to it. Yeah, there's Dry. a grossness that it leaves on your yeah, mouth. I don't that, like that. That's what stains your teeth. Yeah, I don't no, like that. The grossness is the... Is when you drink a sugary coffee. Look it up. Coffee stains your teeth. Yes, it does. It has acid in it. Yes. And so that's that's why I initially switched to just drinking energy drinks, and then it just kind of stuck. So worse for you than just a coffee. Huh? It's so much worse for you than just a coffee yeah, in the morning. Some of them, yeah. Yeah, they, they make pretty all right energy drinks. But the good thing is you're mixing it with just straight water, not mm-hmm. like you're drinking a monster or something where yeah. Lord knows what's in that bit. It's all sugar-free. Yeah. It's got B vitamins. It's actually a decent little. Yeah, it's not. It's bad. not great. No, of course but it's not. For you know, getting caffeine in your system, it's not the worst. Because again, okay, for dog. me, okay, dog, you? your phone is going off. You're getting a phone. Did call. you ask me for one of Keith's beer? By the way, is that what you're? Yes, <laughs> Corona's in there free. But yeah, no, f- yeah, no, yeah, I bought them. I think no, I, I'm I think- on like a different pack now. <laughs> I think I've drank coffee maybe twice. In my life. That's sad, because I love the flavor of coffee. The I smell of coffee. coffee is fantastic. Yep. You guys have never had my coffee, though. I have. I've heard you drinking your coffee in the morning. I've had your coffee. <laughs> the after effects? Or no, no, before, it? when you're grinding it in that medieval fucking oh, contraption with anymore. the gears. I've had your coffee. Camping. Oh. That's right. Yep. Yeah, Woke I'm... up with a condom in my butt that morning, too. <laughs> never told anyone about that. There is a no... Circumstantial evidence for that. <laughs> well, it's all circumstantial evidence. That was fucking good ass. Circumstantial? I like that. Circumcision? What? No. That, that was a good ass coffee that morning. Sun was coming up. That was all fucking damn right. Yeah. Yeah, it made everybody shit. No, it didn't. All of you guys are going to shit anyway. Anyways, yeah, I was going to say in the morning. I <laughs> yeah. shit in the morning every fucking day. I, my, no, my, one, my one this morning after last night was earth shaking. I didn't get. I'm not a shit guy in the morning. Oh God, Steen, you barely shit. No, it's like once every like day or two. Yeah, that's not well, right. Steen's just like a woman; they don't fart or poop. Oh, I rip some <clears throat> nasty farts. I tell you that, but bro, I shit two times, sometimes three times a day. No, oh, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, I get morning wood every morning, two or three times shit a day. No. <laughs> getting old is fucking frightening to me. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. I need to get this body shit figured out. So, seventy five flaccid. We wanted to do anything. Or are you guys Not again. solid? So, <clears throat> well, I'm back into routine now. Getting back into routine. I'm not. Been out of routine. Part for of me a couple is just months. like, who gives a shit about the drinking and that sort of stuff? I do. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Loser. I was about to sneeze. Um, yeah, you're good. Let's just do workouts. <clears throat> Same yep. thing like the, uh, the push-up one. Yep. Let's just do something like that again. You guys want to? I do. Okay. What are we doing? Oh, just post a workout every day. Okay. I'm trying to wake up in the mornings to do my workouts. I will not be up in... I can't do that. 
my body doesn't let me. I struggle with yeah, it. Yeah, I can't do it in the mornings. Yeah, I struggle with it, but it's just so much better to work out in the morning for me. I should just buy like a trough so I can do a cold plunge every day. There you go. <laughs> the reason why I want to do one of the workout things again, like put the push-ups back in, mm-hmm. is because I have like a weird tick in my brain where I'm like, I need to work harder than you guys do. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so I'm just like, I need to make it a competition. I think that's kind of a healthy little thing if you can use it right. It's the same thing with work. I'm like, I need to show everyone that I'm working harder than them yeah. at all and times. Maybe that's not so healthy, but I think that that drive is a healthy thing to have if you can use it right. I'm just so fucking tired. <laughs> no, I'm telling yeah, you. No, like, Steiner, I don't doubt you are. No, yeah. like, I like it is bad. Yeah. After a day's work or what? Well, it's just like... I'll work and then I'll get home and I just don't want to do it. Like I, I've gone, I went fishing for the first time this year, two or three days ago with Trey. What's your calorie intake like right now? You know, I couldn't fucking, I don't keep track of that. Are you tired or unmotivated? Well, see, that's, I was, I, cause I'm, God, unmotiv- thank God. I was, I'm I didn't know how to broach this. I didn't know how to broach this because like we were kind of going into like the depression thing. Not yeah. that I am, but it was like this thing where like, I was feeling in a funk where it was like, it was like I'd wake up every morning and I wouldn't be like mad, but I just wouldn't be excited. You're on excited. Yeah. Yeah. And I was waking up excited in the morning. Well, like not excited, but it's like, you got good shit going on. Yeah. But it's not like I'm depressed or anything like that. Or maybe it is. I don't know. But it's like, Yeah, I just didn't have that spark. And then it was like, I was trying to figure out why. So I just didn't listen to anything. Like I was telling you how like when you're pressure washing, you just let that bitch rip and you 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 get lost. Go, yep. And you don't listen to anything while power washing. You let your thoughts run. Yes. Sort through. And so I think what I found over the last couple of weeks was I don't have a, bless you. Bless you, Kohler. I don't have a why. Yeah. I think that's what it is. It might be. I don't know. But like, because when I thought about it, when I was having my best time at work, it was because I didn't have any money. There's your why. So that was my short-term why. Yeah. Yeah. And so then it was like, my short-term, I was like, I need money. And then I was also getting better as I was getting the money. So then I had like the two times, like I'm getting better and I'm getting money, which is like my short-term why. Yeah. And then now it's like, my why is like more long-term. And so now it's hard to like get myself up to do the long term one. Yeah. Cause it's not short term. Yeah. It's not. So, which is like, you know, like it's easier to see the short term gratification. Yes. And also, like with however, like with fucking phones, you get whatever you want instantly. Instantly. And so, like, I think that also plays a role in it, which is why I've tried to fucking stay off my phone. Doesn't work. But I think that's also kind of a thing why it's like, I want things to like, I want something to like short term to lead me to my long term one. Mm-hmm. And I'm without the short term one at the moment. And so then I woke up, I wake up and I'm just like, fuck, why am I even doing this shit? Maybe you should work out in the morning. No. Well, it's hard to do that when, when you wake up and you don't have that motivation because you don't have that why. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to do and that. And that's, that's my issue at the moment. Yeah. You don't have a reason. And I don't know if that's just because I've like worked fucking all the time, but. It's just like that's that's what I've noticed after like all the thinking I've done. It's just that's what it seems to me because mm-hmm. I don't have that short term to the medium term, like term why. Yeah. 
to so where. So are you saying you have a long term line? You, you get, get a house. Yeah. Get a dog. Yeah. You know. But what? but it's hard to sense that hanging from here. off. Yeah, in the short term. Especially when like then you pay attention to like or not pay attention, but you overthink like the market and where this country's going and like you don't know what the fuck's going on ever. Yeah. And you're just worried about Shit's how changing like, so fast. You, have, yeah, you can't you, even really predict your long term why because you have no idea what that's gonna yeah, look it's like, like it's in like, two years. Yeah. Because everything changes so quickly. Yeah, it's one of the harder parts about where we're living at right now. Yeah. I kinda asked my dad about this when we were mushroom hunting the other day, you know. Uh, because the world we live in does seem like super bleak right now. Yeah, go ahead, get get you some of that. That shit's good. Um, and I, I asked him while we were mushroom hunting, and I was like, Dad, when you were young, I just want to know. I was like, I just want to know, does, you know, the outcome, did it look bleak to you when you're my age? Is that is that just like an age thing? Does that go away? He goes, yeah. He told me it was a he had the same out like outlook on life at at our age. It just seems bleak at our age because it's just things are so far away and it's hard to And you know don't have the knowledge are, base. Yeah, how things are gonna turn out and how you're gonna pull them off and how you're gonna do it, you know. But it seems to work out for most other humans. You know, there's a lot of sixty, fifty year olds out there. They survive somehow. <laughs> yeah, so that's where I'm at at the for moment. Now. For now. It's just like a thing where, yeah, where it's like I'm looking around at the landscape of everything and it's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Right. And I don't know how I'm going to get to the long-term one and I don't have a short-term one to like motivate me or uh, distract me from the long-term what the fuck is going on. Sure. If that makes any sense. This is where I think routines, dude, are massive. We were talking about this the other day. Routines are massive because... You can kind of work backwards, I think, from from like your long term why. So, like for me, I di- I discovered what my long term why was, you know, last year. Or so it really came into view when Shaylin had her kids, you know. But like my long term why is I want to be like a really good father and trophy husband. dad. What? Uh, I, I don't know if I'd be a trophy dad, but I'd like to be a good dad. Oh, you're hot. Yeah. Huh, thanks, Paul. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck, I'd do you. <laughs> really, really good dad, really good husband, really good brother, family member, me? friend. I'd do me. You know, and that's not like the long term why, but that's like a longer term why. That's like the next 15, 20 years, you know. And you can kind of work your way back from that to like kind of structure how that's going to work, but it always comes down to like the things that you do on a daily basis, right? And so, like, obviously working out, one of my reasons why I want to do it is because I know my body is going to be fucking starting to decay here in a few years you know you hit a certain age and then it's like pretty much downhill from there when it comes to your biological your anatomy mine was 24 yeah right but but you can ward that off with like exercise and keeping yourself healthy you know so that's one of the reasons but that one's still a longer term why that makes it hard for me to do workouts and so like trying to come up with a shorter term why just seems more shallow and i have a hard time accepting it uh, you know, because like the shorter term wise are like, you know, muscle gain and looking good, having a good physique, stuff like that. And for me, like, I want to think of myself as like someone who's like above that, above that. Yeah. But, but I really think I need to stoop down to that, you know, so I can actually maintain that motivation to work out because that would be nice. It I wouldn't would call be. it stooping. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I think that's the way but that inside, I've looked that's how you at feel it. About it yeah. yeah, right. That's the way I've looked at it. But I don't think that's actually stooping down. I think that's actually one of the necessary steps that I, need to take and then eventually like my long term or my medium term why for working out will just come into view and that'll that'll just work out that way 
I haven't done that yet. I've maintained a great motivation for working out, but that's just one of the aspects. I mean, another like short term aspect, you know, when it comes to routine is like, for me, I want to like educate myself for like podcasts like this, you know, educate myself more widely. Um, and that's more of a medium term why too. So it's like, how do I break that down into a short term why that's gratifying? Well, one of the ways that I think I can do that is I actually am educating myself about things that I'm actually interested in. And so the short, short term gratification is it makes me feel good when I'm doing that because I'm actually interested in it and I actually really like it. You know, I, I've been out of routine because of all the move and getting settled and shit going on. So I haven't gotten to that yet, but, but I don't know. Um, that's always been tough for me though. I hate doing new shit cause yeah. it scares me so bad. Sure. Well, it's just like, it's just so like, but it's hilarious. Cause like we were talking about this on the drive back from, uh, Colorado. From Colorado. It was like any, well, not all, but most things that I've done, like on a whim, a calculated whim, yeah. I guess if you will, where it's like, I know the pluses and minuses, but I didn't overthink Sure. The plus and minuses, and I did them. It always ended up good. Right. Not always, but you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like moving to Lincoln was the biggest one that yep. I could. Like that it was, was literally example, like yeah. It was literally like a week where it was like, hey, you want to move down? I I probably could. Week later, I moved in down there. Great fucking time. Yeah, it turned out good. And so then it's like, but that's always like, I hate trying new shit because that you're bad at it, obviously, mm-hmm. and I hate the bad at it part. Yeah. Because it just just grinds my gear like golf. I went to Top Golf with my dad. Couldn't hit the ball. Yeah, the first time I ever swung a club, couldn't touch the ball because I played baseball. So like, the swing is nothing like golf. So it's like, fuck, fuck. That's <laughs> right in front of your dad. You're yeah. just fucking look like a naff, and you couldn't do anything. Yeah. And so it's like stuff like that. It's always been tough for me to do new shit like that. Not like that, but you know. Well, because it doesn't feel good, dude. Because you don't know yeah. it. Yeah. It doesn't feel. Well, that's the funny thing. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. If you just do it more, you fucking. You get better. It's like the gym. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Same thing. Same exact thing. It's like thing. the gym. You go in there, it's like, what the fuck am I, I doing like, with any of these? I look like a string bean. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Oh, yeah. I look like a moron. That's the thoughts that yeah. are going on inside your brain, you know? But it's, you got to, you, you literally have to suffer sack through Sack up, that. pal. Yeah, you have to suffer <laughs> through it, man. What, I mean, I, what I've noticed about, because I've like finally been just like more consistently going to the gym and what I've noticed is just like the more that I go, the more those thoughts go away because yeah, I just course. stop giving a shit. Yeah. Like I'm like, I well, don't you also get care. better at it. Well, yeah. And that's a big thing too, is like, I actually like go in there and have a little bit of an idea what I'm going to do for the day. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do like three or four lifts for shoulders and then a three or four lifts for chest or whatever it is that day. And then that's kind of just the only place my focus goes is like, okay, I'm in here to complete these tasks after that, like I'm good to go, and yep. like I never regret going at all. Mm-hmm. That yes, it's the getting there, and as soon as you're there, you're like, yeah, I, we're we're great. Yeah, and then you're done. You're like, let's fucking go. Yeah, there's never been a single time in my life where I went to the gym. And shouldn't I was have like, went. Yeah, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but going back to Keith's point a little bit about the routine, I think something that really is like uh would help for your short term why is a routine allows you to like win the day. There, yeah. So okay. so like Small if wins. you yeah, it, it so breaking it down like if you win the day like that's sick. Win enough days you win the week, win enough weeks you win the month, win enough months you win the year, win enough years you win life. Yeah. Like I heard that quote the other day and I yep. was like, damn, like that's a really good way to put it and so it's a really good way to break it down exactly. because it's it's also kind of like competitive with yourself. You know it what is. I mean because 
like every time you do do hit everything on your routine, it feels good. It feels really good to, to do all that shit. Like, and even if it's not like a crazy routine is if you can check off boxes of anything, like it, it's still going to give you like some kind of sense of like bet. Like I, I said, or I did what I said I was going to do today. You kind of said that when you said, you know, like you have a long-term why, but you don't know how to break it down to the short-term why. Sometimes like straight up when I get into like a depressive state, what I have to do is I literally have to focus on like the next task that I can do. Like when it gets real bad, I literally have to like focus on like, okay, my why is fucking going to this room to install this outlet. That that's why why I'm here. This is what I have to do. And then you do that, and then you do the next why, and you do the next why. Literally breaking it down. That's exactly what a routine is. Um, it's hard to structure a routine though without like a like a why am I structuring this routine? Other than so one time, literally when I was first like getting into structuring routines, I wrote down you know because I was on that same hunt. I was looking for my why because I didn't know what the fuck my why was, and uh, I literally wrote down why am I doing this. And uh, I wrote down to find my why because I didn't know what it was. That was my reason. That was literally enough reason for me to structure. That was for my, that was last year. That was for my, uh, when I did the whole commitment fucking challenge. And that was my why. I wanted to figure out why my, or what my why was. And that my honestly came into more clear view with having kids and stuff like that. And then for me having that big why, I was like, okay, well, what are all the things that like are necessary for me to, you know, be active in my, my life and have the cognitive ability to do all those things the best. And obviously it comes down to education and uh, exercise. And so those are my two things that I'm like, okay, these are the things I got to harp on. And then finances follows behind that. And uh, that's pretty much the branches of it, to be honest, you know, be healthy. Um, become wise and have the resources to do it. Those are the, re those are the things that I, I, I got to break it down to, you know, and then all the other things that I want out of life should fall into those cracks. They really should. I mean, because with, with gaining wisdom, you figure out how to help people and be there for people and be good for people. And, you know, with resources, you can do that even better and, with physical health, I mean, then you have the ability to do it. I mean, that's kind of what I want to do. Um, and then like part of the, and then each one of those branches has like smaller branches. It's kind of neat, you know, like with educating myself, I want to get better at talking. That's what podcasts for, you know, this, and so it's all kind of branches for me is the way I kind of view it. We kind of talked about that with rooting ourselves. Down. Well, yeah, that's Yeah. Uh, for, I don't know. I think there's a lot of shit that I thought about. And there's a lot of things where it's like, I make too many excuses for myself for not trying to do things to better myself, which it's pretty bullshit for me to do that. But yeah, I don't know. It's just because normally the why short term comes pretty fast. It's really easy to find that. I thought when I was like younger, yeah, super easy to find a why yeah. short term. Yeah. So like, fuck when I'm like, you know, 12 or whatever, it's like, well, I got to pass this class. Yeah. I got to pass this. I got to do this homework to pass this class. All we could think was short term. Yeah, that's all it 12. was. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it was. And I think that's, I think it's kind of the, the, the juncture where you kind of have to start thinking long term and then it's all overwhelming because you'd never thought about like, 
how much a house costs. You have to pay par- property taxes. You have to also pay for your car. You have to pay for your food. You have to pay like you never thought Health about insurance. any of yeah all the insurances everything. You never thought about that sort of like this money thing was never displayed. No, and and like and like kind of hidden from us. And like even in school, like they never really even told you about like any of it. Like they kind of like brushed over it. It's like well, you gotta learn algebra. Yeah. It's like well, okay, but how do I fucking write a check? Sometimes I think. <laughs> like, how do I? How do I? Facts. How do I? Like, what's. So when I buy a house, is it mine? Well, no. It's a lease, kind of. So, like, technically, it's not it's yours bank, at all. Yeah, yeah it's the right. bank's. Yeah. So, but hold on. But I bought it. Well, no. Yeah. You'd use their money to buy it. Right. So it's theirs. Right. And it's like, well, hold. But I never. Like, they never tell you. Like, they kind of tell you a little bit, but they don't tell you the whole thing. So now it's like in your early 20s and this day and age. And it's like. And I didn't go to college. And I don't have any debt, but fucking Christ. If I had debt on top of like how do i pay for this and then how do i get a house and not have to always be in a fucking apartment because i don't have enough money to buy my own place like it's it's just compounds on on itself yep what you want that and uh and that's i don't know it's kind of just been a thing for me where because like we move out in november yeah and so now i'm at a point now it's pressing on you yeah yeah so now it's like a thing where it's like because i'm working as much as i can to get as much money as I can, it just seems like it's never going to be enough. And so it's kind of like, that's also kind of like the weighing down on me. It's like, I don't think this will even be worth it. Like I'm working six days a week, trying my fucking best to get as much money as I can to buy this fucking place. Don't know where the place is. Don't know know how much the thing is. Don't know how I'm going to pay for it. Don't know the process of buying. No, I don't know any of it. And I'm like, I'm running out of time and I don't have the money for it. Yeah. And so it's just like, like, this long term is almost like looming instead of like a thing I look up to, like hopefully I get attain that. Yeah. It's now like a thing where I'm sitting there and it's like I am dreading it. Yeah. Dreading the process to get to the overarching goal. And it's like, do I really even want this? And it's like you do, but it's like, do I want to go through all the bullshit to get it? But I guess that's life though. So Yeah, kind of. I mean you kind of kind of just to. a bullshit excuse to say that, well, it's just too hard. I'm not gonna do it. That's kind of just what I've been doing for a while. So I don't know. It's just a thing where for me, it's like within by November, it's like I got to fucking figure out life (laughs) really running out of time. So it's like, that's my main thing. And so I, maybe I want a short term way to distract me from that or set me up better for the long term. I don't know what I'm, I'm still trying to figure that part out. Yeah. But yeah. So what I would have to say about that, and I have to tell myself and remind myself of this all the time. Um, like that long-term goal, if it's if it's uh, weighing you down and pressing you down to the point where it's too much and you aren't making action and you're not doing anything because it, that weight is so much, you need to let that go and reframe reframe where you're looking. Because I mean, the worst thing that you can do is be inactive. If it if it weighs you down and it, it's too much to the point where you can't do anything. You, you have to reframe it in a way where you can at least do something. And whether that's letting go of that, I need to move into a house in November and long-term wise, it'd be best if I bought a house right now because then I can make payments on it and then I'm not paying uh, someone else for a fucking place. Let that go because you got to, you, no matter what you do, you have to be doing something that's keeping you going whether that is letting go of that long-term vision of it's not even letting go. It's just prolonging that long Put on the back burner. You're not even putting it on the back burner. You're just extending it out. So, so like with 
I, I went through this exact same thing. This is another reason why I've been out of my schedule. Sarah and I were looking at buying, I wanted to buy a house because, uh, when Sarah moved back, I was like, I do not want to go pay someone else that same amount of money that I'm going to pay in rent. That's my you know, thing. Cause I was at a place it was $200 that's my for thing. fucking rent. And I was like, I'm not moving out of here and paying someone else $1,700 when I can fucking pay that in pay a mortgage. That or maybe even less for a mortgage that yeah, I don't exactly. own. Well, pay to own it, I guess, but still. Exactly. Yeah. So then I reached out to a realtor and I talked to my mom and my sister about buying a house and tried to gather as much information as I could. And uh, with the market as it was right now, I mean, nothing came up that was worth it. And um, I just had to, I got to the point where I just had to swallow that and be like what i need to do right now is find a place that we can live and we'll write it out for a year you know just i had to let go of that that wanting to buy a house now you know because what i needed to do was do something that kept me going you know i think oh sorry go ahead i don't know i think that might be it i think it's kind of just like the not the societal pressure or the family pressure of anything but it's kind of like Almost insinuated, maybe you should have your life figured out by now. Yeah. Because that's what it used to be. Like, you're 20? Yeah. Oh, you're not married yet? Like, you don't have, you know, or obviously now it's a different time. Yeah. But, you know, you feel like when you're growing up, the whole thing, it's like, well, I should have a house by now. Yeah, I remember. So maybe that's the pressure behind the whole thing, maybe. Maybe I, that is it. I remember even thinking at 20 years old, I'd have my shit figured out and have a house <laughs> at 25. At 25. Don't get me wrong, it's, it would have been possible. But, would have been possible. Well, but yeah, but that's such a <laughs> there's no fucking yeah. way, no way, not actually possible for me. But yeah. it would have been possible if I was a different person. Obviously, I mean, there's people who do do that. But you're you but, though. But I'm me, and uh, the things that I decided to do and did and whatnot. I mean, I love where I'm at and what I'm doing and stuff like that. For the most part, I mean, it's got its struggles. But but uh, now that I am 25. I'm like, dude, I'm a, we talked about this yesterday. I'm a fucking kid, bro. Yep. I'm a fucking kid yet. When I when I when I was 18, 20, you know, I thought 25-year-olds were growing up Oh, adults. dude, absolutely. Yeah, yep. definitely. You not. graduate high school, you're like, "Oh, dude, 25, you graduated college, you have a career." You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, no. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I said as soon as I'm, I hadn't graduated <laughs> then. It's like, "Uh, the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck happened?" You yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, and, I th- and for me, you can look at it a couple ways. You can look at like, you can look at it and be like, I just didn't pull it off. Or you can look at it like, oh, fuck, no one else at 25 had their shit figured out. You know, you go, uh, like, you go and talk to your parents about, you know, my parents had fucking two kids by the time they were 25. And, uh, you know, you ask them, you know, how in the fuck did you guys do it? They were like making crafts to sell at craft shows so they could pay their bills. They were like, they didn't have anything figured out. They were guessing, bro. They were absolutely guessing on how to make life work. Something's going on up there. <laughs> I think you're being invaded. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, that, I think that's the funniest shit. Is like, uh, like we were talking about this before at some point, where it was like when you realize that your parents really had no fucking idea what the fuck no was going on. Idea. But yeah. when you're born, all you know is they know everything. Yeah. Because you don't know anything. You right. you know so much less than they do, but they know nothing. So it's I'm like, finding that out about the business world too. I think yep. we talked about this once too. You know, now that I'm getting a little higher up, that kid, well, I'm not really even higher up, but I'm working with people who are more higher up. No one knows what the fuck's no. going on. Nobody really does. 
no. everyone's just fucking trying their best flying by it yeah. happen and i think a big thing like in today's day and age is i think so many people make it look like they have it figured that's out it. when this they actually yeah. don't that's a like, social media thing and, and the yep. social media just creates such a comparative mindset to where it's like, why don't damn, I have all those yeah, cars? Yeah, damn, yeah. I don't have anything figured out. Like, look at so, what so this person so. that I went to high school with, they have all the, like, it's a show. Like, you oh, know what show. I mean? Yeah. Like, it's one of the reasons why I like podcasts so much. They're so real. You know, it's not just a snapshot of a vacation that you barely scrap by to afford to go on, you know, and then you're posting that and then like, you somehow got invited to a boat trip last weekend and you're posting pictures of that, you know, you don't, none of these, I mean, some of them I'm sure got some, got some shit going for them. I mean, but for where we're at, we're not doing too bad. I say you not. Know, not as bad as sometimes your mind lets you think or leads you on to think. Yeah. 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 And something that uh, Keith and I were talking about last night too, like going back to what he was saying earlier is like, dude, I've just recently been going through the process and just like being okay because I was the same way bro I was in such a rush and I was like putting so much pressure on myself to have all my shit figured out and to but I mean I think that was also part of like the social media and just comparing myself to everybody else bro because I mean everything happens for a reason and like recently I've just been like sitting down with myself and taking intuition and just being like okay like it's okay to not have my shit figured out yet and i'm okay with that like and even though i would have liked to have it done by now like there's nothing that i can do about it except do my best going forward and that's i mean that's really all you can do and that just builds up i really don't think we'll ever figure out our shit until we're like fucking sick. i think that's the biggest lie yeah <laughs> that you inevitably have everything done yeah. it's like, no, no way because like my to do list is gonna last. My well, even life. like your thing about being a f family man, having kids. From there, you're, I mean, you fuck kids, yeah. dude. Yeah, you ain't yeah. having that shit figured fuck out. No. Yeah, no, it's an endless. Yo, thing. this kid just shit all over me. What am I supposed <laughs> yeah. to do? Yeah, now you got a really strong why get yeah. this shit off of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do Straight I get up. this kid to stop shitting yeah. on me? Yeah. yeah, I think I just really, I really think that. You know, your 20s, your early 20s, your mid 20s is a really weird transitional age, you know, between an adolescent to an adult. And so shit is fucking hard and it's difficult. And I think, uh, I don't know. The, so I got a couple different views on like mental health because I think it's a really prominent thing in our society right now and it's talked about a lot and like it's more out in the open which I, I think is a good thing but I also think that that it's uh abused a little bit I, yeah, straight I was, up yeah. honest I think I it's I, I think it's an yeah. easy out I think it's for, an easy out well, for people. I don't know if that's the right word yeah it's definitely not the but right but like phrasing. it's like a thing where it's like oh guess I got that yeah, yeah. Or like oh I guess that's what's wrong with me yeah I'm yeah. not gonna do any deep searching of what it is Sounds like me. Yeah, yeah right. it almost feels like since it's talked about so much, might like, as well. It, it becomes more prominent because people are just like they adopt oh, it into well, their personality. I think like that sometimes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard like Andrew Tate talk about like how he doesn't believe in clinical depression and he doesn't believe that God creates people that just like are unable to be happy. Sure. And to be honest, like I agree with that, but I also understand that. 
not everybody's going to look at it that way. And so it's going to be impossible for some people to grasp. And so for that reason, I think that like there, there probably is people or are people that. Like, no. So I, yeah, I think that, clinical depression is a real thing. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah, with clinical depression, there are people with imbalances of chemicals in their mind that cause them to be actually yeah. depressed. But I do not think that it is something that is as prominent as it seems to us now. Yeah, you know, it seems like everyone's got some sort of depression or somebody's everybody's got some sort of anxiety. I I really do think that it is uh it is normal and it is natural to be this way, you know, especially at our ages. Um it's just we're not or we're not taught or we're not figuring out or we're not paying attention to the right ways to cope with it or get through it. We, we distract ourselves too much with things that actually enhance that or don't pull you through it, such as phones or, or short-term gratification, things like partying and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I, that, that's what we do. We distract ourselves and we never do the deep search into actually getting ourselves through this weird transitional phrase and then we phase and then we just call it depression and anxiety and then we're just stuck in that loop. Yeah, I think too many, too many times I think like being depressed and being sad get confused yeah. with depression. Yeah, right. And like, because it, I think there's too many people that claim to have depression that are just like short-term depressed. Yeah, it's a situational. situational. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Steen knows. That was incredible. <laughs> yeah, it well, but that's what it is. I mean, you know, I when I talk about like my hard times, I'll say like a depressive state because it's like a depressive state that you enter yeah, when you absolutely. when you're having a situation. Yeah, I've definitely had times like issue, that as well. Right. But I don't don't think I have actual depression. I think it's normal. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's normal that you go through these phases, especially in our age, you know, and I, I think it's a dangerous thing that is actually going on where we use the word depression and anxiety as titles for someone so frequently and often because well, cause that, I think that, that lessens what those terms mean. And then they're not actually taking. Well, Cause I'm sure fucking at any state in human existence, They've gone through the same sort of yeah, of course things, yes. but now that it's actually titled and people, it's more widely accepted. Now people would rather cling to that and be like, "Oh, well, I'm not fucked up." Yeah, everybody else is depressed, I'm, just like me. I'm yeah. not going to work on it. That's just what I am. Yeah, instead of actually being like, "Oh, well, maybe I'm depressed because my friends suck and I don't really like them. Yeah. And I don't know where I'm. I don't like where I'm at." But or even just like. Maybe you're just sitting around the house doing nothing all day. Like yeah. that's an easy way to become depressed. Like, like, dude, being stagnant I, is not good. Something that I've been doing better at recently is trying to realize when I'm like going into something like that, and I'll literally just be like, okay, well, science says if I go do a physical activity right now, it should increase my mood, yep. and it works almost every fucking hundred percent of the time. Yep, and. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Yeah, like, you, you literally kind of have to battle it. It's crazy. You know, people talk about like battling their, their depression, but you have to become aware of when that's kicking in. This is when I was telling you, like, uh, I was getting really good at like fighting off those depressive states within like a few days. You literally do that or you're like, I need to go socialize. So we need to go to the bar, or, like go do something social or something like that. You literally have to, because the feeling that you get is like, I don't want to do anything. 
I want to lay here in bed. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to get up. I don't want to do anything like that. You literally have to go, nope, I'm going to shoot a text to someone. We're going to go out. That's why I miss taco night, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. That's been a big. A consistent socialization. Well, that for sure. And also, it's just like every Wednesday, no matter what, I'm like, you're going. Yeah. Oh, no, you're going. Yeah. Oh, 70 mile an hour winds? No, no. You're going. Oh, it snowed? (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, we're trucking. <laughs> you like, did come down on some fucking stupid nights to come. You're down. goddamn yeah, right, you I did. did. I yeah. love that shit you're so goddamn committed. much, dude. I, dude, you're committed. Even my mom figured like after like when I moved back with my mom or whatever, and then she was like, "You're going down there again." Yeah. I'm like, "Mom, every time I need this. Yeah. <laughs> whenever anybody else is going, it. I'm going." The one time I, I missed one time because of COVID when it was like apparently I was going to kill everybody I touched yeah. when I had it. But it was like that was the one time I missed. Other than that, it was like, no, no, I'm I don't know, I'm going. Yeah. And I, I fucking loved that so much because it was just like at the very least we'd sit there for like three hours yeah, and just bullshit, you know, mm. and it was like no matter I don't know where the fuck it would end up or what would happen. Yeah. But at the very least. And and the fucking ones were just me and you were fucking awesome. Yeah, dude, because we would just have talks like this every Wednesday. Well, because I barely knew him. So, like, it was a uh, Dude, me. that's how me and Keith, like, kind of, like, dude. met each other, too. I remember, like, the first time we talked, it was just, like, this did go, what's your wild story? intellectual did he, conversation. Did he go, what's your story? I don't think so. No, I don't God. think so. <laughs> that was I mean, after we just, like, facts. dove into conversation so fast, and yep. I was like, dude, this is fucking awesome. Easy-flowing conversation. Yeah. We even got on death and suicide, I think, right, yeah. right off rip. But, yeah, same shit. Well, you uh, do get into some... Some conversations Inappropriate conversations. Well, I wouldn't call bars. them inappropriate. I think that they're needed conversations that people are afraid to have. Well, it was yeah. like... And so they're great. instantly at bars with people you just was, fucking made. Well, it's like, well... I don't try to go to places like that with people. They just do it. I'm not kidding. Like that lady. I talked to that one lady about her whole <laughs> fucking life. <laughs> which one? At fucking JJ? Yeah, which one? JJ's, yeah, right. yeah JJ. Yeah, no, it was like... Yeah, it was... He met me through Andrew, my old roommate, and so we would go to taco night every Wednesday, and Kohler would come by every now and again. But yeah, then, I was still in school. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, he couldn't go all the time. So then, when we went back, when I moved to Omaha, and Andrew moved back to Omaha as well, I was like, "So we're we still going?" He's like, "Oh, I can't go this week." And I was like, "Well, fuck." Andrew had a, uh, met Caitlin at that time. Yeah, been got busy. yeah deep with yeah. And so then I was like, "Well, fuck." So then I was like, "Hey, Keith, you want to go?" He's like, "I'm going if you're going." I'm like, "Let's roll." And so then it was like a span of like three months, four months, five months, where it was just us two. Yeah, we would both just, it would just be us two sitting there bullshitting about whatever. (laughs) Because I barely knew him. Or not barely knew him, but it was like... We were new. Not like now. Yeah. So it was like, what's your feelings about this? Or like, how are you... Like, this is how I'm feeling. And then it'd be like fucking just... Dude, and then it'd end up every, almost every night in the parking lot. Oh, for hours. Fucking drunk, smoking darts. (laughs) Just talking about our feelings. And fucking, dude, <laughs> so many fucking, so many talking parking about lot past cigs. stories. So oh many parking lot cigs. Yep. You, we would we would get done at like midnight at fucking uh, down, down the hatch. hatch. No, yeah. And we go to leave, and I'd be like half asleep, and you guys would be just talking out of the parking lot. I'm like, okay, I gotta go, guys. It's been it's good city. I'm gonna go to bed. All right, like, all right, later. Like, I don't care about your guys' feelings. Yeah, all right. I'm just like, fuck, I'm so tired. Yeah, yeah. Later, should have done this in the bar. Yeah, or right, later, cooler. Yep. Light up another city. <laughs> Plenty of those. Yeah, no, that was fucking legit. But that yeah. that's definitely what it, yeah. It's like, uh, that yeah. was the, 
weekly, no matter what the fuck you're feeling. Yeah. You're going there and you're going to have a good time. And that's when I realize you're like, you're actually like philosophically minded. I think it's got a lot to do with the fact that you get a lot of time to think with your job and stuff like that. But Oh, for sure. You you have a philosophical mind where you actually like think about the patterns of life and think about how your thoughts work and how your, how your body works. Almost to a feelings. fault. Yeah, almost to a fault. Yeah, it does happen. Or I would say to a fault, way. but... Yeah, to a fault. I do the same <laughs> thing. Same thing. I, I think about it too much and overthink it to a fault. Where it's like... like uh, Cause like what like I was saying when I was trying to figure out like why I was feeling the way I was and I figured out it was my why, then I was like off the fucking, off the rail. So I was like, okay, hold on, let me listen to some music. Let me listen to a pocket. Like, let yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me fucking, dude. Let me tune myself out quick. Listen to something else. Get something else in my brain. Make sure it's something good in my brain. Obviously, not some fucking. I don't listen to any political bullshit. Yeah. But so then it'd be like you know, let me tune into like fucking some other some music or whatever to get me in a decent mood here. And then maybe after that's done, I'll fucking get back. Yeah. But I need to take, yeah. Cause it was that realization of you don't have a why fucking sucks. Oh no, dude, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. It It doesn't feel good. No. Well, cause like, yeah, that was the thing. It was just like, I have my long-term why. Yep. Need a dog. Need one. You should get a dog. I want one. You should get a I dog. I need a house, though. Yeah. And that's that's the long-term one. Dude, for real. Because, like, honestly, breaking it down to a dog, like, Lou, man. You need a house. You need money for food. You need money for vet bills. You need... A bunch of wives. And that's right not there. even... And that's yeah. not even for your own food yeah, or anything. Yeah, that's for your dog. Yep. And, and, uh, and, like, Lou helped me a lot with, like, going out to be in nature a lot. Because... That's an, that's another large pillar for like uh, getting through this transitional period of our lives that we're in right now is uh, nature also helps a lot. It helps a lot. And, you know, like Lou needed to go play fetch. So even when I was feeling down and not wanting to do stuff, we'd go out sunset, fucking walk around in nature, boost your mood right there. You know, and you actually get a lot of good time to think and introspect, you know, out there. That's why I should be fishing man. more. Yeah. I got, I got to dog. a fucking point with fishing there. And yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I actually heard you guys talk about that on one of your other podcasts. Well, because uh, just how you used to go fishing all the time. I don't remember ex- exactly, like, what the story was if you were, like... No, so so this lady but, fucked me over. And so I uh, lived... I moved back. It was right the summer, right when I moved back with my mom. So I didn't have all my boys around. It's nothing to distract me from like anything. It was just me and my mom. And we were like roommates at that point, you know, like she wasn't like my mom telling me what to do or whatever. It was just like, I was living under a roof. Yep. And so then it was a thing where it was like, I had nobody. Well, I had people over the phone or whatever. I wasn't like, with you know, people. I wasn't like Nate and Wyatt and Andrew upstairs and I can just fucking distract myself with what the fuck they're doing. It was just me. So then I was like, my mom lives right next to a lake. And so then every summer I'd take a six pack and I would walk down to the lake and I'd fish from like 7 p.m. to like 11. This is every night. And I would just sit there from like, and after like 9 o'clock, I'd go catfish. And all that is you just throw the fucking line in with the bait and yep. you just sit there. Cat bell on there. Yep. And you just sit there. Yep. And I was just sitting there just thinking about life and just a lake. And I was just out there. Wouldn't be on my phone as much. And I would just sit there and think about what the fuck was going on. And I did that for like an entire summer. That was sunsets for me. And I, I did that pretty early on. That was... Fresh out of, well, I did that in college even. It was almost every single night I'd go catch the sunset and I'd sit there for an hour or two, two hours, just thinking, watching the sun go down. I did that for like two years. I, I still did it quite often over the last year. You know, it's so good for you, man, mm-hmm. doing that that introspection where you actually just 
you have no distractions, you're, you ain't got anything else going on, you're out in nature, you got all the space in the world to think, and you just let it go, you let it think, it's great, it's so good for the mental. I agree. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a bad time in the natures. In the natures. No. You yeah. get the runs in the nature, and that's no fun. Well, well, that's the running, not Co- the nature. Kohler, that's one thing. <laughs> that's that's one thing I'm jealous about your job. Being able to take a shit in the woods. Kohler yeah. <laughs> Kohler spends most of his day out in the natures. Uh, I think that's yeah. I could, I like air conditioning though. Sometimes you know. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. It's fucking fantastic, but I don't get to see the sun most of the day. It's kind of sad, but I see too much. Yeah. <laughs> Sun sees, I hate that bastard. The sun sees, the sun sees way too much. Me and of me. the sun have beef. <laughs> Seeing Kohler's over here, I think you got like some sort of just, uh, I don't know what your attitude that you have. Old man. Life. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not entirely sure what it is, but I know you struggle with this kind of shit that we talk about but uh, at times. But you have this like uh, keep it simple, stupid kind of attitude where you're just like, fuck it, whatever. Life's really simple. Yeah. Well, see, that's but the difference. Not, I mean, it's just you it's add all the rest <laughs> of the shit in and then well, see, that's, the fuck. That's the that's, thing. It's that's like, the problem. It's not simple. It's actually far enough away. the most complicated thing that's ever existed ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we are. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. To be completely objective, yeah. we're the most complicated thing that there's ever been. Other than maybe the fucking airplane universe. Airplanes. Huh? I said ants are pretty complicated. Yeah, not quite as complicated as us. <laughs> They're like... Program. How about satellite? Like How about NPC? satellites, dude? No. <laughs> no. iPhones? No. <laughs> AI might give us a run for our money. Oh, absolutely. So, I don't know. Yeah. That won't affect my job any. So. But that, but that's the difference. But I know you struggle with this shit at times. Yeah. We, you and I talked about introversion and extroversion. How it's like. Uh, uh, this was a really fun conversation we had. Is uh, we were talking about how it's like a like a skill that you have that you have to maintain. So when you when you're extroverted. And you're not doing a whole lot with people. It's harder to go out to be introverted. And yeah. so it's like a skill that you have to maintain and like keep a practice up on. Oh, yeah. COVID fucked us all up. Yeah, a little bit. Mentally. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. And I do not have the energy anymore that I did pre-COVID than I do post-COVID. Sure, sure. Which is infuriating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you get stuck in your little cave for a while and it's hard to get out of that cave. Yeah, right, right. That's, so, but that's one of those that's so like some of the pillars for like uh I don't know if you want to talk sick mental health, but like is nature, socialization. Um, pillars of humanity, you could probably say. Huh? It's probably humanity. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Uh nature, socialization, goal achievement, really, to be straight up honest. That's like one of the bigger drivers that we have to achieve. That's the whole needing to have a short term, medium term, long term why. Um Physical activity, probably. Yeah, and then exercise is probably the other one. Yeah, that's probably about it. And then resources, access to resources. I would say another thing that's like probably not mentioned as much that I think is a bigger deal than like what most people make it out to be is just gratitudes, like gratitudes, affirmations. Like, yeah, I think it's a useful tool. Gratitude is. Yeah, I think, and it. I don't know. It like it. It's just a. It's a lot easier to to frame your mindset for the day if if you're thinking of what to be grateful for and instead of being like, ah, fuck, like I got to go to work. Well, at least you get to go to work. There's some people that actually can't, you know what I mean? Like, 
Keith and I had that conversation. Remember that? What's that? In your garage, I was talking about how I was like trying to be more grateful yeah, throughout yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, because that was a big thing. And um, when I go to the airport or ever, that old lady would give me an encrustable every time yeah. I washed her shuttle bus. Hell yes. And then she'd be like, oh, I'm so thankful you're here. Almost just busted out crying. Brought tears to your eyes. <laughs> oh, dude. And then, well, so then, funny thing is I hadn't done that in like a month because of like a bunch of like different company bought the buses, whatever the fuck. So I didn't know if I'd ever come back. Sure. And I didn't say bye to him or anything. I went back there on Tuesday. Yeah. First dude who rolled up, this guy, he looks like he was an old war vet. He smokes a cigarette. He talks like this whenever he talks. Like I can barely hear the fucking guy. He gets out of the bus with a big smile on his face. He goes, God damn, is it good to see you here? Hell yes. Oh, That's awesome. I, I, almost, I almost fucking just ugly cried right in front of him. Busted down. I almost shot myself. I almost. <laughs> <laughs> I would have, dog. I almost shot myself in the face with a water gun so that yeah. I wasn't crying. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I was oh, like, oh. These aren't tears, man. I was like, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> bitch. But yeah, it's like, it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, you get like, you kind of get lost in the shuffle of everything and you just don't, you just don't see the things that, like if you died tomorrow, like anybody can die tomorrow. Yeah. You don't think of that. It's like, fuck, I got to go do this shit. It's like, no, you get to do that shit. Yep. hundred percent. That's why gratitude's such a useful tool. Cause it literally, what, what gratitude will do is just reframe, uh, the way that you perceive things. Yep. I mean, if you can figure out a way to be grateful for even all the bad shit, that's just practically all you're doing. It's an opportunity. You're reframing. Yeah, things. opportunity to learn and grow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a tough hurdle though. Yeah, absolutely. To see it that way. Yeah. But like in the grand scheme of things, is it really that thing? Basically. And also, like my thing with most things is like most of the time, it's not going to be the hardest thing you've done or the hardest thing you've had to go through. You know what I mean? It just so is like, right we're now. We're just making it a bigger deal than it usually is, and just being grateful. Like, like going back to like. Dude, like a lot of people won't wake up tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like getting to wake up is incredible. Like we have no idea when our story ends. That's not determined by us. And just being thankful f for just even waking up. Like it might sound dumb, like to to a lot of people. No. And it might sound like, extreme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. And people would be like, "Oh yeah, whatever." But yeah. like. I mean, the odds of you it, being here in general are so low. Yeah, and the, and the fact you're here this long is so low. And but just like reminding yourself of that, it, go, going back to what Keith said, it's just like reframing how you how you perceive things. And like if you can perceive the day as like okay, like no matter what happens today, like even if it sucks, like there's a reason for it. I might not know today. I might not know tomorrow, but eventually I will. You know. So I don't know. I, I but it's love like at the very though. least you're still fucking here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And like, it, it's hilarious how like all the my all the issues in your life, you're like, oh, this is just devastating. I won't recover from this. So yeah. there's there none of those things really. There are some things, obviously, but like most of the things where you're like, oh fuck. My life's fucked. Yeah. Something that you're I good. Something I try to like remind myself of too is like I mean, obviously not literally, but like kind of metaphorically, as soon as we came into this world, we kind of shook hands with life and we were like, all right, like whatever the fuck happens, like I'm here for it, you know? And so we just got to remember that. Like, well, and you're, you're all in in life. Yeah. And you, you have are, to be. You're going to die. Yes. This life is going to kill. Well, you. you're literally all in. I mean, you, you have no, I mean, you didn't, you, may, you probably chose that. What I like to believe is that you chose that before you came here, but you are literally here in here now, you know? And so 
you're all in. You're all the way in. So it's yeah. like, fucking do it. But that's also the underlying pressure. Right. That, that I was thinking that yeah. as I was saying <laughs> yeah. that. I was it's thinking like, that as so I was saying that. So you only have, you're all in, but you got two seven offsuit sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Feeling it's like, it's like, fuck. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. But we weren't dealt that because we're here. Yeah. As in like, we were all born in the U.S., and like yep. we could have been born in some fucking third world country that's getting new like bombed right now. Yeah, yeah. we were not. Yeah. So we were dealt a better hand than them. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, but then there's also that pressure of like, well, since I'm not in that third world country getting bombed, I should probably be doing better than they are. Maybe I'm just kind of speaking out of my ass right <laughs> now. But like, there's that thing where it's like, I was born in this country of endless opportunity, and how do I? How do I make the most of my endless opportunity? I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm losing it. I had it, but I lost it. I don't even think I ever had it. If I'm being <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's, I don't know. It's just a thing where, like you're saying, it's just like, you're all in. Like, this is your one deal yeah. and this is your one shot and you're here and this is what you got to do. And you're here for all of it, the ups and the downs. As long as that is, you're here and you're here for the ups and downs, yeah. everything in between, you're here for it. Uh, another cool quote i heard from a podcast i was watching uh, probably a month ago uh it was this guy he was talking about therapy and he was talking to his therapist and he was like i i just wish that like because he, he was really down and he was like i just wish that the highs weren't as high as they are and the lows weren't so low and the therapist responded with well have you ever watched a heartbeat monitor have you noticed that it goes up and down and up and down and if you just mediated that, it's flatlined. You're dead. It did. We kind of talked about this once upon a time. We were talking about, you know, I was on a uh, big kick on like balancing out my life because yep. what I wanted to do was that exact same thing. It's where it's like my lows are so low that I, I wanted to figure out, you know, so I'd learned a little bit about the dopamine system and, you know, the dopam- dopamine has a, a, a large effect on your mood and, and your motivation and all that. It almost regulates that entirely, that and serotonin and um, some other chemicals. But the way that that system works is you have an equal and opposite trough. So if you have a high peak in dopamine, you're going to have an equal low if peak. not lower, yeah. Yeah, and if you have a low peak, you'll have a high peak and um, way that works. And so what I wanted to do is figure out how to shorten the wavelength between the highs and discover the lows. a baseline, you know, so I could just be like, uh, you know, almost like a stagnant, like my mo my mood is just like good, but Never also changing. Like, yeah. But, but also, so I struggle with this man because, um, because it's like, this is one of my biggest struggles right now. And this is what I was thinking about over the last couple of minutes. So we we're grown up in America in Western philosophy and everything's kind of like gamified and we're, we're super productive and we have like uh, big things that we have to go out and do and make, make something of ourselves and all that. But also like I got really into Eastern philosophy a couple of years back and that's more of like you ride that wave, you know, you don't, you don't do anything other than, you know, ride the wave and enjoy it and kind of hang out, you know? And so I don't, I don't know exactly which approach to take, you know, whether, whether I want to like figure out, you know, how to mediate, you know, the waves and kind of try to control it a little bit. And so that way, 
I don't really know, or if I want to just ride it out. I'm not I don't know if you can sure. control those waves, though. I think, to be honest, so then, so so that there is a something that I feel like I need to balance too. I think I think that not only do I need to like play this game of life that we're in, where it's like I need to strive to achieve because there is this desire in me to do that. I feel I feel less uh, well when I'm not actually attaining goals or uh, uh, going after goals, you know, and that's, that's a Western philosophy. That's, that's kind of where that comes from. But in Eastern philosophy, it's kind of more of like, you just enjoy the ride, man. And you know, you get what you get kind of thing, you know, but I think it, it should be a balance of both. You have to not only, you know, try to achieve those goals, but you also have to realize when you're doing that too much and pull yourself out and become, um, ride it. You just ride it for a while. Yeah. Do you know? You kind of understand where I'm going. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Not, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not doing a great job of articulating oh, no, what it's, I'm thinking. But no, I, it's it makes yeah no. What you're saying makes sense. And I think, I think what you said about like controlling it or, uh, like riding the wave. I think, I don't think that you can like obviously. You don't want to be completely stagnant. No, you can't be. I don't think it's possible. No, I don't yeah. think so either. Yeah. But I think by being being mindful of your emotions and your thought process and just everything going on in your life, I think you can kind of control the regulate size it. of the waves. Yeah, regulate it. You know, so that way... That's what I was after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think that just kind of goes, like I said, to being mindful, realizing like why you're happy or why you're down... And, and just like being able to bounce back a little quicker than people who aren't thinking about stuff like that. Yeah, right. I agree. So it'd be kind of more of, you should strive more to focus on reading the wave rather than trying to control it. Yeah. And of course there's always going to be like the occasional big wave that you're not going to have any control. And you don't see it, yeah. You don't see yeah. it coming. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I mean, you have to ride that too. You know, I mean, you just have to kind of handle what life throws at you. You have to take shit with a grain of salt because, I mean, I mean, at least what I believe, I think everything happens for a reason. Like, there's some grander plan than what I have set. And you just have to be okay with that sometimes and just realize that that life's going to throw you curveballs and sometimes you're going to strike out, sometimes you're going to hit a, like a home run, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, shit's bonkers. <laughs> what? It's fucking wild. <laughs> what? Well, so I had this conversation with Sarah the other week or, or a couple of weeks back. We were, uh, so I always kind of think like this, and I've had the similar conversation with Kohler, though, where, like, I get so caught up in, like, the metaphors of, like, the wave and, like, uh, the grandiose kind of thinking where I'm thinking about all these wide topics, these philosophical topics and, like, just the meaning of life in general and stuff like that. And what that kind of does at times for me, I use that kind of as a distraction uh, from actually doing the small mundane things that I need to do in my life, you know, and I never really realized that until, you know, I had that conversation with Sarah on the porch. I wanted to uh, like do the dishes and make my sandwich and get to bed early on time. And yet I was distracting myself with, uh, a conversation about you know God and and uh, free will and determinism and uh, 
ended up not getting all those things done in time. And I was like, am I distracting myself with, with all this thinking about, you know, life and what I really need to be doing is focusing on all these small little things that I wanted to get done. Am I, am I distracting myself? Is that what I'm doing? Do I need to, how do I, how do I change that? How do I focus on the small little things each day that I want to get done? You know, you know, the buzzword that this entire podcast, every single one has always had Hmm. balance. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's so what I think it, that's what it is. So then Sarah and I talked about it again the next night because I, well, that night I think I apologized to her because I was like, I'm sorry, distracting myself from doing all the things I wanted to get done. But it is a balance because I have that in me. You know, there's a part of me that desires and wants to have these conversations and these thoughts. And I, what I need to do is set out a short, we talked about this on a walk later. Um, this is what Sundays were for in a lot of religions. And this is why a lot of religions have a Sabbath day because we do have this grandiose thinking about, you know, the bigger grand, grand scheme of life, what it is, why we're here, stuff like that. But that needs to be set to a certain amount of time. So that way you can do all the little things, because if you're not doing the little things, the big thing doesn't matter. And the big thing doesn't, if you don't have the big, big idea, then the little things don't matter. So they go hand in hand. Uh, I don't know. It's a personal problem of mine where I get caught up in my thoughts about all these big ideas and big thoughts, and I keep myself from from doing the small things. It's another reason why I wanted to start this podcast is so I can actually spend uh, a set amount of time, a certain amount of time to have conversations about these kinds of things. So that way I can get it out of my system. I think uh, one of the biggest things that you can do for yourself in life is to pay attention to yourself. This is like being in tune with yourself. This is like um, you figure out all the things that you have in you, all these desires that you want to do and all these things that drive you. And then you figure out a way to feed each part of that and make that into your life. So then each part of you is satisfied. And I think that is how you become an actualized human. You actually need to feed all of these things that you are. But balancing them out is hard at our age. It's so hard at our age. It's ridiculous because you're just learning about them. I don't know shit about myself yet. Yeah, 100%. I think like part of feeding all of the things that you want to do too is like like a a big realization that I've had to come to is like I I do the same thing. I get like super caught up in just like, like either trying to learn or maybe it's a distraction, but like just thinking about like everything, you know? Yeah. But I mean, so, something that I have to remind myself of a lot is just sometimes you you can't just like you have to do you have to at, you have like you can't think about feeding those parts of yourself. You just have to do it. Do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and I think that that it's a big realization because it's so easy to like do it in your head. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. like sometimes like the most mundane tasks seem so difficult to to just do a small little thing to feed that part of you. Yeah, mm. should I go to the gym? Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, maybe. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know. My leg kind of feels weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I should probably. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe, maybe tomorrow. Maybe I'll work in, or like do something productive instead. And then like a lot of the times when I make the decision to not go to the gym, I'll be like, oh, I'll go do something else and this will be super productive. Like I won't actually end up doing that. And then I realize later that I was just using that as an out. Then you're like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. Well, because <laughs> I didn't fucking do it. 
I mean, I I am pretty hard on myself. So well, I'll like, say that's what I, like I, a, a lot of like, times I will talk to myself and be like, "Dog, you're." Being that's what I would have said to myself. That's what I'm saying about yeah. you. I'm, that's what I would have said yeah. to myself. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, you're I a do the same. Thing. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how healthy that is, but I also do the same thing. I have to do it sometimes yeah. for sure. Yeah, if for I'm sure. not, then I, I'll yeah. take myself too lightly, and I won't right. care about it right. as much. But for sure. But this. So using that example. Um, so that is a part of you, that part of you that says, I don't want to go today. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this today. My leg hurts. It's coming up with all this excuses. That's still a part of you. And that's a part of you that you also have to feed. And uh, so like Sarah and I have talked about this too, having a day set out in your week or something like that where you don't do anything, that's feeding Just that chill. part of you. Yeah. That's feeding that part of you. And it makes it more likely that those other days of the week when you have it set that you're going to be working out or doing whatever it is that you don't, that you tell yourself you don't want to do. If you set a set time out for that part of you to not do anything, you're much more likely to actually do those things on those other days. So it's, it's, it's fucking complicated, but you got to like figure out all these parts of you, where they're coming from, what they want, what they're after, and then give them that. But you're in control of when you give them that. I think that's I think that's one of the pathways forward. Hundred percent. Yeah. For me, that's kind of like baseball on Sundays. Granted, I'm doing something, but it's something that I really enjoy, love doing. Yeah. That's like, granted, is it fucking? <laughs> is it a major thing? No. Is it competitive? Sort of, but yeah, it's but not you like enjoy it. Yes, yeah. and that's the major thing. Yeah, I think that's actually a really great thing to have. I really would like to find some type of athletic outlet for myself. Well, because again, it's like should come frisbee golfing with me. Dude, or I do like sand volleyball or something. Or we do that basketball we've been talking about for fun. years. Bro, I would fuck up some basketball too, but sand volleyball too, <clears throat> both of them. I, yeah, anything like that. Basketball, well, sand volleyball, something like that. For so, me, like that's every. Okay, that's cool. So this is going to sound. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. Pickleball? Yeah, oh, that shit, I love that shit pickleball. Oh, yeah. All right, we, we got, t- we got teams. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, we need oh, to man, go. I will go buy paddles tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we do need to go play pickleball. That'd be sweet. Where, where the fuck can we do that? Play it on East Campus. Right. Say less. Any fucking tennis court essentially is all painted pickleball pickleball courts now. Any what? All tennis courts yeah. have the lines for pickleball painted at this point. I'm in. Dude, pickleball is fun, and it, it like it's a really good out to get your like competitive. Well, you're and, like, oh yeah, no, it's just yeah. pickleball, bro. But I'm diving for anything. Oh, me too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I'm very yeah. I'm who gives a fuck, bro? <laughs> Serves yeah, up, bitch. Yeah, same way. I played it for the first time last week with my with my dad, and then my two very senior uh, great aunts and uncles. And uh, me and my dad got in a shouting match. Oh, yeah. Each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm like, uh, this is a fucking like ping pong tennis. Like, why the fuck are we screaming at each other right now? Because it's ping pong tennis, bitch. Yeah, dude. I need you to get <laughs> that ball serious, next time. <laughs> serious. But yeah, because like, I we have should thought- play pickleball because I can't play basketball at all. Well, yeah. What about saying volleyball or something like that? I could play that, right. but I'd much rather play pickleball. Okay, because right now my competitive outlet is pool, but I want to have an athletic outlet. I yeah. saw a that. cheap one, a cheap yeah. athletic out- outlet. What's that? Just with you, of like, since you played basketball your whole life, or whatever, you yeah. needed something to be like, yeah, I'm gonna ath- dominate somebody in this. Yeah, an athletic. One. <laughs> or like, I'm gonna try and dominate you. Yeah, dude, I fucking miss high school sports. So do I. Me too. Yeah, I think it's actually an essential. Well, one. and that's like, cause I. When I was done with baseball, 
senior year of high school and I didn't play for like two years, I was, I felt so like not like I was just like, what the fuck do I do in yeah. the summer? Yeah. Like, what am I? What? Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't have that competitive outlet that I could get into. Whereas like, granted, is this men's league like the most competitive? No, but can it be? Absolutely. Yeah. I get way too competitive. No, I do as well. That's why I, I like, just, it's tough. I, <laughs> I got that rage. <laughs> it's like when I bat flip the other day. Yeah. <laughs> was it cool of me to do? No, but. Fuck them. Felt like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but felt like it. Why so not? I did. How much are, let me look up how much pickleball. Uh, sure. Rackets are. $500. Well, it ranges. I've I've actually looked into buying some before. <laughs> Dude, so, I mean, in I've this, looked into buying a team. When I was doing door to door sales, that was something that we would do like pretty frequently on the weekends, is like, because we'd have like 15 to 20 dudes that we'd have to entertain for a day or two. And a lot of time, well, I shouldn't say a lot of times, but there'd at least be one or two weekends throughout the summers where we would go play pickleball and it was so fun and also like just stupidly competitive because oh, yeah. everybody hated to lose yeah. oh well yeah like, and it's just like it's just a bunch of dudes where it's like yeah we're just having a good time but i'm not losing though. yeah 100 <laughs> no i'm having exactly a great time what but is. i ain't gonna leave here with a loss Dude, I, I hate losing at anything even oh, if yeah. i'm walking on doing something for the first time like if i lose like there's gonna be a part of me that's like dog like that's like golf for come me on. that's like <laughs> golf for me it's yeah. like Oh, you're come on, dude. Yeah. Like you're talking, dude, you've played this three times. It's like, yeah, I should be <laughs> Tiger fucking Woods, dude. Like, what are we talking about? It makes about? it look so <laughs> yeah. easy, bro. It's so fucking easy, dude. Yeah. I watched a video on YouTube and everything. <laughs> <laughs> he said you just swing and hit the ball, and I try it, and I can't fucking do it. <laughs> what do you got over there, Kohler? You finding it? But they range from like usually like a set of two. I think ranges from anywhere from like forty bucks to like the super four thousand dollars. No, like <laughs> cheaper. I, the most that. expensive ones I've seen are like like two fifty. I, I figured because it's like a bunch of old people buying it. Yeah. yeah, we can get a good set of paddles, uh, four of them for seventy nine bucks. There it is, twenty bucks a piece. Easy, easy enough. Am I ordering them? I'd demo you. Okay, say less. Me too. <laughs> Just like the knife set. Colors back on Amazon. No, 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 no. This one I'm much more confident in. Colors back on Amazon. Well, while I'm here. Dude, you want to know a funny story about Amazon that I so like I was hanging out with a couple of other buddies. This I think this was two weeks ago. And for whatever reason, uh like one of my buddies, his other buddy was logged in to his Amazon on his phone. And for whatever reason, that had happened in the reverse already, like like six months ago. And the other dude ordered sex toys off of the other guy's account. Hell yeah. <laughs> and so, so while I was with this dude, he's like, well, I have to order some kind of sex toy. On, on Paul's account. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so he ordered this, like, all black, like, BTS. Oh, Christ. Oh, it was so funny. Shit. But yeah, that's just my little tidbit on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, fellas, it's almost nine o'clock. I need to be calling it a night here. Hold on. I have to say one thing on the air because I promised my buddy on the phone that I would because he asked what we were talking about. And I said, well, we just got done talking about Morningwood. Huh, that's true. <laughs> and he was like, well, I'm newly married, so I have to, I have to chime in on this. Please put this on the air. I said, "All right." He said, "Well, when you get married, 
having morning wood is such a blessing because you have a wife that will top you off every single morning. She doesn't need to pray. Anything. Oh, shit. We, gotta do we, it. we fucking get it. Dude, we get it. Asshole. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, I wake up alone. I get it. Okay, fine. I have to do that shit myself. <laughs> that's why I bought the sex toys. Yeah, you got <laughs> right. right. All righty, fellas, that's it. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>